serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. It's time for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Jefferson City Renegades pregame show on the exclusive home for Renegades baseball, the Show Me Sports Network. We'll recap last night's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Jefferson City Renegades. The best pregame coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air. As the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew is ready in the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Jefferson City Renegades baseball is brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hoslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk Off Wood Bat Company. The excitement is building in the stands, and the tension is rising in the dugout as first pitch is just around the corner. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Renegades Radio Network and the Show Me Sports Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Doc and Norm Direct Broadcast booth. No, you are not listening to an old repeated broadcast. The Renegades have traveled to Joplin here at Joe Becker Stadium for the third time in eight days where they will take on the Joplin Outlaws here this evening. Welcome in, everybody. I'm Ben Schmidt bringing you tonight's Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. Hopefully we've got a good one on our hands because all the other four so far in this series have been good ones. We'll see if that streak can continue. Renegades coming off an off day yesterday. Now today start a span of seven games in a row. That way we'll play both home and away over the course of this upcoming week. Coming off back-to-back losses against Adelia and Chillicothe on Friday and Saturday. One home, one on on the, on the road. After the Renegades split a four-game-in-a-row stretch with these Joplin Outlaws last week, 2-2 two and two at both ballparks, they faced off against the Sedalia Bombers at home on Friday night where they lost 2 to nothing, could not get anything going on the offensive side, and then came back on Saturday on the road in Chillicothe where they traveled there to face the Mudcats and lost 4-3, to three, a game where the offense was relatively dormant for the first eight innings before they actually got the tying run to third base in the ninth inning, an inning they trailed 4-1 to one heading in before a couple of errors and a couple of timely base hits, one an RBI single by TJ Rockerbomber, got the Renegades oh so close to what would have been a comeback to tie the game in the ninth inning, but they fell just short as a pop-out with the tying run at third base ended the ball game. So Renegades looking to get out of that short little skate lost two in a row a couple times this season 
they've lost two in a row. Have not really been able to find any sort of winning streaks. Most wins they've had in a row on the season has been two, and they've only done that once. It's been win-loss, win-loss, and this Renegades team looking to hopefully get rolling as they start a stretch of a bunch of games in a row this week. Return to the roster and return to the mound is Ty Wilsmeyer, who we have not seen since a week ago this exact same evening last Monday when he took the mound in this ballpark and pitched pretty well on a pitch count. Has not appeared in a game since that moment and is back this evening once again on the mound. So we'll see if he's able to go a little bit deeper tonight, what the pitch count is, what the what we will see out of the Renegade outfielder and now starting pitcher. Looking back on that evening for Wilsmeyer when he pitched against this Joplin Outlaws team, he finished with three innings pitched, three strikeouts, allowed just one run did not give up a whole lot of hits as when he pitched those first three innings gave up a single in the first hit a batter in the second and then only gave up one base on a third so only one hit allowed for Wilmsmeyer over those three innings of work like I said that was on a pitch limit so it was never a threat to work deep into that ball game and now makes his return this evening as Renegades have traveled here this afternoon to face the Outlaws winner of this one will move to three and two in the season series to recap the series Renegades in the first time these two met on June the 12th in Jefferson City at Vivian Field, the Renegades had a comeback win in the ninth inning where they scored two runs on a walk-off hit by Ty Wilmsmeyer to win that one 7-6. to six. Then the very next day, a week ago, that game where Wilmsmeyer started on the mound, I lost in a high-scoring shootout 11-9. to nine. Then an off day gave them a rest before they headed back home, lost 2 to nothing, and then in this ballpark last Thursday night, won 15-10, by far their best offensive performance of the season. And I've really been struggling on that side of the ball ever since that 15 runs they put up have scored just three combined in the two games to follow, and all three of those came on Saturday in Chillicothe. So still looking for some consistency, still looking for some better offensive numbers. We'll see if the Renegades can do that here. Looking to move with the win and would go to five and seven. Allos coming off a four-one win over St. Joe last night on Father's Day. We'll see if they can keep it rolling. Also, believe a couple days prior they had their military night on Friday and had a double-digit run-scoring performance the day before that. So they come in on a on a small little bit of a roll. We'll see which team can break the 2-2 tie and move to over 500 in the season series. Let's give you these starting lineups as we're just a few minutes away from first pitch. Coaches and umpires just had their meeting at home plate, which tells us we're just about ready to go here at Joe Becker Stadium. For the visiting Jefferson City Renegades this evening, you have Adonis Forte leading off and playing center. Ross Lovich bats second in the DH spot with Luke Fuller playing third base this evening. He bats third. Jack Matishek back-to-back multi-hit games on Friday and Saturday. He's been a force at the top of the Renegades lineup. He bats cleanup and plays right field tonight. TJ Rockerbaum, who came on with a pinch hit RBI single in the top of the ninth inning on Saturday. He bats six and plays catcher. Colby Ott at second, bats in the sixth spot. Jackson Lovitz, shortstop, hits seventh. Cole Wagner in left field, the number eight spot. And Levi Mazlowski, the first baseman tonight, bats ninth. And Ty Wilmsmeyer looking to build off a pretty stellar pitching debut last week is the pitcher on the mound this evening for the Renegades. Renegades, I believe, based on what I heard earlier this afternoon, currently scheduled to use four pitchers, but obviously the game flow will determine how that could change for more or for less. Now let's switch over to the home Joplin Outlaws lineup. A lot of familiar names as these two teams facing for the fifth time this season. Corey Syracuse, we've seen him behind the plate a couple times. He plays second this evening and bats leadoff. Caden Bressler, the shortstop in the two spot. Max Bruff, he's reached base in every game that these two teams have played this season. He catches and bats third. 
Carson Carpenter in center field hits cleanup Michael Long, the third baseman, at the fifth spot. In the order, Garrett Sean blasted one out of here when these two teams met last week. He is in the sixth spot right fielder tonight. Matt Campbell, new addition to the drop on roster, just joined the team today. He's at first base tonight. Hails from Fort Scott, Kansas, and Fort Scott Community College. He will be in that seventh spot tonight. Cody Min, the designated hitter, and Matt Woodmancy in left field. He runs out the lineup at number nine. And A.J. Moreno, the pitcher on the mound this evening for the Outlaws. So just going on in front of me, we're about to do the player introductions here at the stadium. Renegades wearing their alternates. We see them wear blue tops with gray pants in every away game so far for them this season. But tonight they've got the alternates going. They have the yellow jerseys that are donning them. And then meanwhile, the home Japan Outlaws are wearing their all whites here for this one. A little bit of win. It's picked up since as the Polk's pregame show has gone on. And it's not made its way up here to the booth, but certainly as I look out at the flags out in center field, it is moving here a little bit. So to recap those starting lineups, this is where a minute or two away from first pitch for the Renegades. It'll be Forte, Lovich, Fuller, Matashek, Rocker Bomber, Otz, Jackson, Lovich, Wagner, and Meslowski to round it out with Ty Wilmsmeyer on the mound. And then for the home, Joplin Outlaws, Syracuse, Bressler, Bruff, Carpenter, Long, Chun, and then Campbell, Minwood, Mancy with Moreno on the mound. So, like I said, we are inching closer and closer to first pitch. Renegades, like I said, looking to really get on a roll here. Consistently alternate between good pitching and good hitting. They have not had the hitting part of that equation for the last couple of days. But the pitching has been there, especially when you look at the last couple of outings. When they headed to Chillicothe on Saturday to face the Mudcats, they got pitching performances across three different pitches. Braden Boyer got the start. He went five innings, six strikeouts, only two runs allowed. Tanner Schmitz came in, pitched two innings, gave up one unearned run, and then he stuck. He closed it out with an inning, one run allowed. And then looking the day before that, when the Renegades took them out, Colin Day got the no decision. He went five innings, didn't allow a run. Brendan Perkins went one, one run allowed. And Carter Gorling, the final three innings pitch, did not allow a run. So back-to-back -back games for the Renegades where they have been absolutely stellar on the mound. Now it's just about putting the two pieces together because the Renegades, as we saw a couple nights ago here at this ballpark, able to score some runs, 15 of them to be in fact, thanks to a couple of bombs by a couple of their hitters at the top of the lineup. Ross Lovich from the leadoff spot when these two teams faced last Thursday evening, hit two two-run homers when he was in center field leading off and then Levi Mislowski also hit a two-run bomb of his own to those bleachers beyond the left field fence. So we'll see if the Renegades can put it together here this evening. The lineup introduction is just about finished as we will take a break here for the national anthem and be back in just a moment for first pitch. Renegades and Outlaws, winner moves to 3-2 and two in the season series. We're a match before these teams wait to meet again until July. Back in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. Almost time for baseball. Don't go anywhere. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more. 
to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions when things come out of left field having a game plan matters farmers insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game we've seen almost everything so we know how to cover almost anything talk to farmers agent christopher scott at 573-896-0131 to see how i can help you stay in the game that's christopher scott at 573-896-0131 we are farmers Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Moex Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business almost time for baseball at joe becker stadium here in joplin missouri thanks so much everyone listening in tonight for renegades versus owls i'm ben schmidt bringing you tonight's broadcast on the show me sports network starting pitcher tonight for the owls aj moreno just taking the mound to throw home his warm-up pitches pretty hot evening here at the ballpark but pretty good crowd as I look out and around do have to mention I before we leave this stadium for the, the, the last time in a pretty decent amount of time about uh best seats in the house to my left they actually have a reclining chair two of them that they give away to two lucky fans every single home game that you get to get to come up and enjoy the views so if you got the chance to make it out here and potentially win those seats it's that's got to be pretty fun 
Just about a minute or two away from first pitch. Give you those lineups one more time. It is Forte, Lovich, Fuller, Matyshek, Rockerbomber, Ott, and then Lovich, Wagner, Meslowski to round it out with Ty Wilmsmeyer on the mound. Syracuse, Bressler, Bruff, Carpenter, Long Chun, and then Campbell, Manwood, Mancy for the Owls with Moreno just about ready to get us going. Renegades. For the first time on the road this season, wearing their yellow alternate uniforms with the blue stripes going just under the arms on the sides. All white with the red letters and numbers on them for the Outlaws this evening. Final warm-up pitch fired in and a throw down to second base. And that means we're just about ready to go as Adonis Forte will take the walk up to the batter's box to get us going. So Forte now just about ready to go. Left-handed batting center fielder will face the right-handed pitching Moreno. Renegades need some offense tonight. Just about time to see if they can get it going. Moreno's pitch is into the backstop on the fly. Missed way outside. And it is now time for baseball here at Joe Becker Stadium. Be Forte, Ross Lovich, and Luke Fuller. One, two, three in the Renegades lineup here in this top of the first inning. If there's any indication... This stadium has done good things for the Renegades offense, scoring 9-15 and 15 in those two games. This one pumped in their first strike, the first of the evening for Moreno. Seen Forte bat up near the top of this lineup in pretty much every game that he's been in there. Bats leadoff tonight, hit leadoff on Saturday as well. Here's the 1-1. This one swung and fouled into the mid of Bruff. That runs it to one ball, two strikes. Forte in that game on Saturday, singled in the third, and then had an infield single again in the ninth and scored a run thanks to an error by the shortstop. Here's the pitch. This one, cold strike three, nabs the outside corner, and Forte will be down on strikes for the first out of the evening. Thought that one was going to miss just a bit outside, but good frame job back there by Bruff. He catches the outside corner on a well-located pitch by Moreno, and we are off and running. So after the out number one, the called strike looking, it'll be Ross Lovich, who certainly has to like hitting at this ballpark as he, in the last time they played here, pumped two two-run homers out over the wall. Hits this one in the air out to deep right center field, heading towards the gap, but Carpenter's now under it. He makes the catch in center field. One pitch to Lovich for out number two. Got that one in the air, but didn't have the same amount of carry on as Carpenter was able to glide on over, plant the feet, and make a nice easy catch. And now five pitches and two outs for Moreno. He's been crisp so far to begin his outing. So now Luke Fuller will step in, looking to continue this top of the first for Jefferson City. Moreno into the line, will deliver the first pitch to the right-handed hitter. This one swung grounded out to third. Long has got it at third, will make the throw across the diamond. It's high, and it'll go into the running gates dugout. That'll allow Fuller to trot on up to second base after the throwing there. Long seemed to have plenty of time to make that throw, but tried to put a little too much heat on it, and that one went into the running gates dugout on the fly. So now they have a two-out runner in scoring position for a guy who's been heating up at the plate for Jefferson City back-to-back multi-hit games. For the Renegades right fielder, that is Jack Matashek who steps in. This game started with back-to-back -back outs recorded before the error just a moment ago by the third baseman Long for the Outlaws. Went into the dugout and now has Luke Fuller standing at second base with two outs. Pitch to Matashek is a called strike for strike one. Forte led this game off with a strikeout looking before Lovich flew out to center on the first pitch. And then also swinging at the first pitch, Fuller grounded it. Seemingly would have been the 
out number three to end the inning, but throw was into the dugout of the Renegades, courtesy of Michael Long. And now the Renegades have a two-out base runner also in scoring position. Matasek takes ball outside. It's now one ball, one strike. Matasek reached base four times, actually, in that game on Saturday against Chillicothe. Two singles to right, a hit by pitch, and an infield single in his five at-bats. Very productive night for him at the plate. Now to give the Renegades a lead here if he could put one in the outfield grass. Moreno checks the runner fuller off a second. Here's the pitch. This one goes foul over the crowd behind us, and that is now one ball, two strikes to the right fielder for Jefferson City. Rocker Bomber waits on deck if Matashek can keep this top of the first going. Ty Wilmsmeyer waiting to take the mound for the Renegades as soon as we reach the bottom of the first inning. Appearing in a game for the first time since the last Monday when he also started. Moreno checks the runner forward. He leads off second. Straight up defense. Here's the pitch. This one swung and fouled, and we will stay right here at a ball and two strikes. Moreno worked very quickly to the first two batters. Got Forte on four pitches on a strikeout looking, and then first pitch out to Roslovich. And seemingly had a first pitch out number three to Luke Fuller on a ground ball to third base, but a throwing error allowed this inning to continue. And not only that, allowed Fuller to move up to second base and give the Renegades a two out runners in scoring position. Moreno not trying to put Matashek away. He's ahead one and two. Here's the pitch to line out to left, but that's out of play foul. And Matashek continuing to battle, keeping it right at one ball, two strikes. Three foul balls now in a row for the right fielder for Jefferson City. Just underway, about 10 minutes into this one at Joe Becker Stadium here in Joplin, Missouri. These two teams, even two and two on the season series. They met all four times last week. Last time they will meet quite some time here. One ball, two strike once again to Matashek. Here's a pitch from Moreno. This one lined out to first. It gets past the glove and into right field. That's going to bring in a runner. Rounding third is scoring is four. This one kicks all the way up the wall out in right field. They're going to wave Matashek around a third. Throw back in by Chun. Matashek slides into third base and that is a two out RBI triple for the Renegades right fielder. It was hit down the first baseline. First baseman Campbell, new addition to the Outlaws roster, dove after it, but it got past the glove and Renegades at a run in this top of the first inning thanks to an error and then an RBI triple pulled down that right field line. Fuller was easily able to trot home from second base. Only question was once that ball rolled up that hill out in right field is whether Matashek would make the turn and come to third. He did and was in there sliding as that ball was eventually thrown back in by Chun. So after the two-out RBI triple first hit of the ballgame for the Renegades, another chance to make this a 2-0 game if Rocker Bomber can reach. Here's the pitch. This one in there. A called strike to the catcher for the Renegades. Great at bat just a moment ago for Jack Matashek, who fell behind 1-2 before falling off a couple of pitches in a row and then lining one down the right field line for an RBI triple to give the Renegades a 1-0 lead. Here's Rocker Bomber, 0-1 pitch on the way. This one, this is outside now, even a ball and a strike. Rocker Bomber did not start that game on Saturday, but came in as a pinch hitter in the sixth spot in the ninth inning and delivered an RBI single to right. At the time when he reached, he would have been the go-ahead run, but was left stranded at first base when the game ended on a pop-out. Here's the 1-1 pitch, this one high and outside. So now Rocker Bomber moves ahead, two balls, one strike.
Matashek, who just hit an RBI triple down the right field line and up the grass hill, leads off a third base. Morena, the right-handed pitcher, looks right at him as Matashek takes his lead in foul ground. Here's the 2-1. This one hit foul, back behind us, and now even at two balls and two strikes. This inning looked like it was going to be over three up and three down after Forte struck out looking and Ross Lovich flew out to center before Luke Fuller stepped in, hit a ground ball to third base that was airmailed into the Renegades' dugout, allowing not only Fuller to reach but to move up to second and then just now scored on the RBI triple. one nothing Renegades top of the first. Two outs now. Moreno's pitch to Rocker Bomber. This one hit in the air foul out of play, and we will stay put right here at two balls and two strikes. To just five Renegades batters, quite a few foul balls already hit over us behind home plate and back behind either on top of this roof or out of the stadium. Moreno so far made just one mistake pitch, and that was the one that Matishek pulled just past the diving first baseman Campbell and into right field. It was pitched well besides that. Here's the 2-2 once again to Rocker Bomber. Misses outside, and it's now run full. Colby Ott, who recorded that final out on a pop-up to the catcher on Saturday, waits on deck. Excuse me, not Colby Ott, though. It was Brennan Perkins who recorded the final out. Colby Ott actually came around to score the run that made it a 4-3 ball game. Now 3-2 to Rocker Bomber. Here's the pitch. Swung and ripped, but foul. Way down the right field line and out of play. Heads towards the road out to the right of the stadium. There's a car coming down that road, but thankfully not close enough to where it was in the line of fire. So now we'll do it again. Three balls, two strikes, two outs. A runner leads off third base for the Renegades. They already read this lead to this one, one to nothing, top of the first inning. Moreno looking to claim out number three on Rocker Bomber. Here's the pitch. This one lined out to right field. Chung after it, sinking fast. That ball's going to get down for a base hit. Matashek can crawl on home as a two-out RBI single. Renegades lead this one now 2-0 thanks to the catcher T.J. Rockerbomber as he delivers a shallow hit single to right field. Matashek, who is on third base, able to trot on home for the second run of the ball game for Jefferson City. Delivered courtesy of T.J. Rockerbomber, who battled all the way to full count and then lined that one. No play for Chun coming in as the right fielder. Renegades double up from one nothing to 2 nothing. So now Colby Ott steps in, sixth hitter of the inning for the Renegades. Late on this one, 0-1, oh, one, swings and misses. Two runners have scored this inning for the Renegades. Luke Fuller and then just now Jack Matashek. Rocket Robert leads off first. Here's the pitch, ground foul outside the first baseline. And now quickly 0-2 oh, to the Jefferson City Renegades' second baseman on the evening. First two batters were retired. Last three have all reached to give the Renegades a 2-0 lead. Still got a runner on first base with two outs in this first inning. Moreno looking to get the final strike. He's ahead of Ott, 0-2. Here's the pitch. This one misses up and away. Now one ball, two strike count. Pretty hot evening here at the ballpark. Wind not really a factor, at least not from where we are up here in the booth. 1-2 pitch now to Ott. This one way out and away. Even things up 2-2. Two two. Rocket Bomber still at first base after the RBI single just a moment ago. 
Renegades once again looked like they were going to be retired in order. Three off, three on before an error allowed this inning to continue. And then back-to-back -back clutch hits by Jack Matashek and TJ Rockerbomber have drove in two Renegades runs. Here's the 2-2. Two -two. This one foul, and we'll stay put at two balls and two strikes. We'll see how this game wraps up, but I have the feeling that this could go a very long way for a team that at least the last two times they've taken the field struggled to score some runs, but back-to-back -back clutch hits with two outs could prove very large for this team as this game moves on. 2-2 two -two once again. Rocker Bomber's running. Here's the pitch. High and away for a ball. Third down to second base. Rocker Bomber slides in there safely as the ball actually hit him on the slide, and he gets the stolen base to move into scoring position, and now a 3-2 count to Colby Ott. Rocker Bomber was off and running on the 2-2 pitch. Throw way late as fielders weren't even over there on the bag when that throw came in and it caused the ball to hit Rocker Bomber as he was sliding in. So now he's in scoring position. We'll do the 3-2 pitch now to Colby Ott. And here it comes from Moreno. This one hit out to center field. Chasing after it is now the left fielder Wood Mancy. He's under it, plants the feet, and makes the catch for out number three. But not before the Renegades get two two-out clutch hits courtesy of Jack Manischek and TJ Rockerbomber will head to the bottom of the first inning. Renegades lead it now two to nothing. We'll be back for Ty Wilmsmeyer in just a second on the Show Me Sports Network. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Hello, Blake Gazaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Hi, Wounsmeyer returns to the bump here on this Monday evening, June 20th. Thank everyone for tuning in so far. Just underway at Joe Becker Stadium in Joplin. I'm Ben Schmidt bringing you tonight's Renegades coverage on the Show Me Sports Network. Ty Wolmsmeyer, who after pitching last Monday night at this exact same stadium, has not played in a game since. Back on the mound, University of Missouri product. Looking to continue where he left off last Monday night where he went three very strong innings, a couple of strikeouts, very little contact made against him as well. 
and now he will go to work against a very similar Joplin lineup. Holmes by his windup. Here's the first pitch to Syracuse. Misses inside for ball one. We Syracuse, Bressler, and Bruff one, two, three in the Joplin lineup here in the first inning. Wunzmeyer back into his windup. Here's this one. Grounded out to second base. Ott over. Should be an easy play for him. Throws on the first base. Mazowski's got it. And out number one. Wunzmeyer is off and running in this bottom of the first. Nice start for the right-handed pitcher for Jefferson City. Given two runs of support early in this one. Thanks to a couple clutch RBI hits for the Renegades in the top half of this inning. So now stepping in, Caden Bressler. He awaits the first pitch in there. A call strike looks like the fastball out of the hand of Wilmsmeyer. So him play mostly second and even pitch one game when these two teams faced off last week. He's at shortstop tonight. This one high and outside. Now a ball and a strike. Saracusa just grounded out to get this bottom of the first going. One out now, no one on. Renegades lead 2 nothing. as this one is fouled back. Now a ball and two strike. Wilmsmeyer was able to get three punch outs when he took them out. We'll see if he's able to have similar production in the strikeout category. He's ready. Ahead one, two, and Bressler. Here's the pitch. This one misses outside, so now we're even. Max Bruff, catcher, waits on deck for Joplin. Carson Carpenter is in the hole. Wilmsmeyer has worked relatively quickly so far. Here's the 2 2. That one misses up, and now it's run full. Got Syracuse on the second pitch of his at bat to ground out to the second baseman Ott. Now is run at full to the shortstop and number two batter Caden Bressler into the wind. Here's the three-two pitch. This one misses outside off the outside corner and a one-out walk and a one-out base runner first of the evening for the Outlaws. So after the one-out walk to Bressler, he'll face the right-handed batting Bruff. Bruff had a pretty nice series when these two teams faced last week on the game here on Thursday night. Reached three times his first three plate appearance he was on. Now bats here with one out and one on. This one up high. One ball, no strikes. To the catcher for Joplin. Blisser does have some speed. We'll see if they try and send him with one out. Trying to get him in scoring position. He is held on by Meslowski. This one called strike. Look to be a little up and maybe even a little in, but good frame job there by Rocker Brummer behind the dish. So now even at a ball and a strike. Holmes by now pitching out of the stretch after the one out walk to Caden Bressler. He is held on at first, and here's the pitch. Hit high in the air, out to right field. This one's curving towards the foul line. I think it's going to get foul, but Matashek, did he make the catch? He did. Up against the wall, running almost full speed. Didn't know if he was going to have a play, but he made that just about one step to the left of that wall down the right field line. Had to wait for the umpire's signal to see if he caught it, but that retires Bruff route number two. Nicely done by Matashek, who delivered on the top of this inning on an RBI triple. Made the long run on a catch and foul territory and right up against the wall. Made that catch route number two to retire Bruff. Off the bat, knew it was going to curve foul. Just didn't know whether Matashek would be able to run it down. And Nice, nice grab. This one up, one away for ball one to Carpenter. Now batting with a runner on first, lefty hitter. Two out. 
Syracuse grounded up to start the inning, then a one-out walk to Bressler, and Max Bruff just flew out in foul territory. This one swung on a miss, got the heat by him. Now a ball and a strike. Bressler still leading off of first base. He is held on, but now two outs. Rest of the Renegades infield. Straight up defense. Here's the pitch. Swung on a missed again. Blew it by him. And now one ball and two strike. Wilmsmeyer strike away from a four batter no run first inning. Not throwing a lot of pitches either. Just two to Syracuse. It did go full to Bressler before walking him. Here's the one two. Misses up high. Now two and two. Bruff flew out on the third pitch of his at bat. And now four pitches and a two and two count to Carpenter. Michael Long, the third baseman, who made the air in the top of the first to allow the inning to continue, waits on deck. Bressler running, here's the pitch, fouled off, and Bressler will have to make his way on back. That error does not be made in that top of the first inning. Renegades go three up, three down, and are sitting here in a 0-0 ball game rather than up two to nothing. So props to the Renegades for taking advantage afterwards with back-to-back -back RBI hits. Here's the 2-2. This one hit in the air and foul out of play just above us in the press box area. So once again, stays even, two balls and two strikes. Carpenter now battling against Wilmsmeyer. Renegades at the moment, I believe, are scheduled to throw four pitchers on the evening. Obviously, will change depending on the flow of the game. Here's Wilmsmeyer's 2-2 once again. Swung on a miss for strike three, the first strikeout of the ball game for Wilmsmeyer, and ends the first inning. So success for Wilmsmeyer on the mound continues. We'll head to the second. Renegades lead us one two to nothing on the Show Me Sports Network. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bats, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off Wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. AJ Moreno back out on the bump as we head to the top of the second inning here at Joel Becker Stadium in Joplin, Missouri. These teams already played four times all last week and they split 2-2 tie. We'll see who can take the season series advantage tonight before these two teams take a little bit of a break before they will face each other again. After they face tonight, the next time that these two teams will meet, some will get down on schedule, will not be till the last week of the season, or they will face three times in that final week. So schedule makers like to have these two teams get familiar with each other the two times that they match up. 
It's now to lead off this inning. It's Jackson Lovich. Drive just went out to deep center field. Center fielder Carpenter chasing after it. Still on the run at the wall. This ball is off the wall for extra bases. Lovich makes a turn. He's going to come to third. A throw comes in back to the shortstop. Lovich into third, standing with a leadoff triple off the top of the left center field wall for the shortstop of the Renegades. Gave that ball a drive, and it kept continuing to carry. Carpenter had slowed up at the wall as it clanked off of it. And a lead-off triple, the second triple of the ball game for the Renegades just now in the top of the second inning. Have to say, in the experience, the at-bats that we have seen Jackson Lovich take so far in this young season, think that that's the farthest that he has given one a ride. First pitch now of the at-bat to Wagner. This one grounded out to second. It should be an out, but it'll get a run home. Throw over to first is in time, but Lovich scores, and now 3-0 Renegades. So leadoff triple comes around to score for the Renegades. They quickly go from 2-0 to 3-0 on the RBI ground up by Cole Wagner. Nicely done by the Renegades left fielder. Just underway here in the top of the second inning. Renegades came into this inning leading 2-0 before Jackson Lovich just hit an RBI triple off the left center field wall and then scored one pitch later on the Cole Wagner RBI ground up. Strike one swinging to Levi Maslowski. Rounds out this Renegades lineup in the number nine spot. Pats with no one on and one out. Here's the pitch. This one swung on a miss now. 0-2 oh on the third baseman for the Renegades. Excuse me, first baseman tonight. Seen him play third base as well this season. He's now back in. Moreno into the lineup. Here's the 0-2 pitch. This one swung on a miss. Pulled off. String on him with the off speed. And good morning, good afternoon, and good night to the Renegades' first baseman. He's out number two, strikeout swinging. So after the leadoff triple, Moreno bounces back and gets two quick outs. And now we'll go back to the top of the Renegades' order for Forte, who struck out looking his first time up. Forte now in, right-handed pitcher, left-handed hitter. This one nabs the outside corner for strike one. Forte saw just four pitches in that first at-bat was rung up on a pitch that grabbed the outside corner of the plate for out number one. This one misses outside, so now we're even a ball and a strike. Renegade scored two in the first on an RBI triple and an RBI single before Jackson Lovich let off this inning with a triple of his own to left center field. This one swung on a miss, now one and two. Lovich then came in to score on the ground out to second base off the bat of Cole Wagner. So now a three nothing Renegade score. Moreno, a strike away from ending this inning. He's got Forte, one and two. Here's the pitch. Up and away, now two balls and two strikes. Now back into the box is Forte. Even now two balls, two strikes, and two outs. Here's the pitch. Called strike three. Don't think Forte like that one either. It looked to be a little low and away. But regardless, he has rung up for the second time in two innings. And that ends the top of the second. So we'll head to the bottom half. Renegades add another run back in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. 
At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. Inspired just wrapping up his warm-up pitches to begin this bottom of the second inning. Takes them out after a scoreless bottom of the first where he faced just four batters. One of them a walk, other three were retired. Renegade scored two in the first, added one more just now in the top of the second inning, and lead this one a three to nothing. Stepping into leader off is Michael Long. This one up and in, ball one to the third baseman of the Outlaws. Bonesmeyer now back into the lineup. Here comes the 1-0 pitch. This one swung on a miss. Looked like he went with the off-speed there. Long caught nothing but air on his swing, and now we're even at a ball and a strike. Long now back into the batter's box, waves the bat just slightly over his right shoulder. Here's the pitch, swung and fouled back, and now a ball and two strikes. Holmesmeyer in that first inning did get one strikeout. It was a strikeout swing of Carson Carpenter to end the inning. Looking to match that now as we head to the bottom of the second. He's ahead, one ball, two strike to Michael Long. He's got what he likes. Here's the pitch. This one, rung him up, called strike three to Long on the outside corner, and that is out number one. Ong hesitated for a second when leaving the batter's box. I don't know if he believed that that was strike three, but a couple of those have been called the exact same way to a couple of Renegades hitters as that one nabbed the outside corner for out number one. So back-to-back -back strikeouts for Wilmsmeyer. Last out of the first, first out of the second, and he'll now face Garrett Shunt. This one, I believe that one was called a ball. It looked like Shunt started to go, and then they didn't call him on the swing, and they called that one a ball. One and no, now to Shunt. So now back into the box, here's the pitch. This one in there called strike, we're even. Matt Campbell waits on deck to take his first at-bat with the Outlaws. Just joined the team from Fort Scott Community College. 1-1 one, one pitch now to Chun, grounded out in between first and second. It's Ott over to get it. He feeds the covering. Will Meyer steps on the bag for out number two. As Mazlowski came off the bag to attempt to field that ground ball, alertly Ty Wilmsmeyer covered and not delivered a perfect throw for out number two. Heads up play by the pitcher getting off the mound. That's PFP getting put to good use right there, pitcher fielding practice. Wouldn't expect anything less from a guy who usually controls out there in center field for the Renegades. So now quickly two outs in this inning, in steps Campbell, here's the pitch, swung on a miss for strike one. Campbell at first base this evening. Right-handed hitter facing the right-handed pitching Ty Wilmsmeyer into his windup. Here's the 0-1. This one a called strike at the knees. Now very quickly, no balls and two strikes. This inning started with a strikeout looking to Michael Long, and then Garrett Chun just grounded out to second base. Wilmsmeyer's 0-2. Here it is. This one low and in. So far for Wilmsmeyer facing his seventh hitter. He's retired six of them so far, five out of the six that he's faced. Here's the pitch. This one ripped out between third and short, and that is into left field. One at bat and one hit for Matt Campbell and the first hit of the evening for Joplin. 
That was a well-hit ball at the bat of Campbell, who is behind a ball on two strikes. Lined it just onto the dirt in between third and shortstop, and neither of them really had a play. And as I say dirt, I look out there, and that is actually turf on the infield. So if that goes for anything. So now two-out base runner. Campbell leads off first. He has held on. This one misses up and away. Ball one. It's number eight hitter in DH tonight, Cody Min. Be Madwood Mancy who waits on deck if this inning were to continue. Not a big lead at first. This one hit out in the air into center. Forte now coming in on it. Looks to have a play. He's under it and he makes the catch for out number three. So Outlaws get their first hit of the game by the newcomer, but strand him at first base to send this one to the third. Ty Wilms-Myers do two scoreless. Back for the third in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. Running eight three, this one three nothing. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba -dum, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Moex Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Stock and Norm Direct. On to the third here at Joe Becker Stadium in Joplin. Just wrapped up the latest Joplin rendition of the Dizzy Bat Race between a couple of kids out in front of me on the third baseline. Renegades playing their fifth away game of the season. Traveled here this afternoon to play Joplin. And let me remind everyone to go riding with Doc and Norm Direct, Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Group sizes range from 1 to 100 or beyond as they do it all. Doc and Norm is also the official transportation provider of the Renegades, getting us to all our road games safely, efficiently, and in style. To book your spot for your next adventure with Doc and Norm Direct, call them at 573-256-1991 or email them at reservations at moexpress.com. Thanks once again to Doc and Norm, the official transportation provider of your Jefferson City Renegades. So now Renegades going through the top of their order, looking to continue to add to what is already a 3-0 lead as we're into this top of the third inning. A.J. Moreno out for his third inning of work, although there is some movement and some stretching down there in that Outlaws bullpen. Moreno so far, two innings pitch, three strikeouts, two of them courtesy of Adonis Forte going down looking. Three hits allowed, three runs, but only one of those three runs was earned as the two in the first inning came after a two-out nobody-on error by the third baseman. So into the back box is Rosslovich. Here's the first pitch. This one low and inside for ball one. So we'll get the first pitch of his first at bat in the first inning. Flew out to center field for the second out at the time. Now bats here. 1-0 pitch on the way. This one line back, and now even at a ball and a strike. We'll see if he could follow his younger brother Jackson, maybe put one off the wall, or even send one out over. Renegades lead this one three to nothing. 
just underway in the top of the third inning. Here's the 1-1 pitch. This one up and away, even two to make it two balls and one strike. It'll be Lovich, Fuller, and Matashek, 2-3-4. And the Renegades line up. They are the three hitters due up in this top of the third inning. Back into the one-up. Here's Moreno's 2-1 pitch. This one way in, and that got that got Lovich on the back. So he will head on down to first base as the leadoff base runner this inning for the Renegades. First hit by pitch for either side this evening. That one, Moreno clearly trying to work in on the left-handed hitter. Just came too far inside and got Lovich in the back area. So he's now is on as a leadoff base runner. I bring up the number three hitter in the order, Luke Fuller, who reached on that air in the bottom of the first, excuse me, top of the first. Campbell holds Lovich on at first base. Modest lead, now extends a little bit. Here's the first pitch to Fuller. This one called strike one. The way Lovich was originally taking that lead, I thought we may see him off and running, but it didn't look like he got a great look at that that move to the plate by Moreno. When he first kicked his leg, Fuller actually, excuse me, not Fuller, Lovich flinched back towards the first base bag. Fuller the one in the box. Here's the 0-1 pitch. This one fouled off and now no balls and two strikes to the third baseman for the Renegades this evening. Lovich just reached to begin this inning on a hit by pitch on what was a 2-1 pitch. Moreno trying to work him inside, just came too far in and got him. Now, Renegades have a base runner for the third straight inning. Let's see if they can score for the third straight inning. Reno checks the runner, Lovich off of first. A little bit bigger lead now. He is held on by Campbell. Lovich off and running. Here's the 0-2. Swung on a miss. The throw down to second base. Not even close. Skipped in there. They might actually call a batter's interference on the backswing of four. We'll see what the call is made. They're going to actually come in and converge. As Bruff was up with the throw, it, that ball barely made it to the mound. It bounced in there. Lovich easily stole second base, but he could have been because Luke Fuller got in the way after swinging and missing. So at least one out on the play, strikeout swinging, as the umpires now discuss. They're going to rule no interference, so a stolen base for Ross Lovich. And after the strikeout, Renegades have a runner in scoring position. Fuller goes down swinging. That's the fourth strikeout of the game for A.J. Moreno. Second stolen base of the night for the Renegades, thanks to Ross Lovich swiping second base there. So it'll be Jack Matashek. Could have a third multi-hit game in a row if he can put one somewhere for a base hit. RBI triple in the first inning. Check it the runner Lovich off second. Here's the pitch. This one nabs the outside corner. Now strike one to the right fielder of the Renegades. Matashek after that RBI triple in the first then would come in to score on a TJ Rocketbomber RBI single. First two of the three runs for the Renegades. Lovich not being held on at second, but they shade him that way. Shortstop dances behind him. Here's the 0-1. This one off the third base side, foul and out of play. Now no balls and two strikes to Matashek, who was behind one and two last time, felt a couple of pitches off before finding one to pull down that right field line. Matashek, like usual, sporting the bright red cleats, the gray pants and the yellow yellow jersey. Interesting color combination, but don't want to change anything up after the way he's been going at the plate. Bats clean up tonight. Behind 0-2, one out, runner on second. Reno checks the runner and will step off as Lovich retreats back to the bag. He led off this inning in the number two spot in the order, DHing tonight. Was hit by a pitch, then just stole second.
on strike three, swinging to Luke Fuller. There was a, a quick discussion on whether it would be interference on the backswing of Fuller, but Fuller was gifted second base. Here's the 0-2 pitch. This one swinging and a miss, back-to-back -back strikeout. Swinging and Moreno goes to now two outs with the Renegade runner still at second base. Good recovery now by Moreno as he's up to five strikeouts through two and two-thirds innings. Back-to-back -back strikeout swinging to Fuller and Matashek. And it'll be up to TJ Rockerbaum if the Renegades want to add another run here in this third inning. Fulvich still leading off second base. Was hit by a pitch and stole second. That's where he currently stands after the back-to-back -back strikeout swinging. Here's the pitch. This one outside. 1-0 now on the Renegades catcher. Single to right field for to drive in the second run of the first inning and then stole second base, was left stranded there. Still some movement down on the outlaw's bullpen, but no throwing, just stretching. Here's the 1-0 pitch. This one swung on a miss, blew the heat by him, and now we're even at a ball and a strike. Starting to maybe cool down just a little bit here at Joe Becker Stadium. Still a pretty hot evening as... Moreno looking to finish his top of the third inning. Renegade's got three hits so far through the first two and two-thirds. Have a chance to add to their lead as Ross Lovich leads off second base. 1-1 one, one pitch to Rocker Bomber. This one just misses, low and away. So now two balls and a strike. Bruff tried to bring that one back to the outside corner. No luck. Umpire was not willing to call that one. Rocker Bomber can reach. It'll be Colby Ott who waits on deck. Renegade scored two in the first, one in the second, and have another opportunity to add to that here in the third, but it'll take a two-out RBI knock. Here's the 2-1 pitch. This one hit in the air, foul back behind us, and now even at two balls and two strikes. Moreno gave up a leadoff base runner this evening, but it's a strike away from punching out three in a row to follow. It'll be Ty Wilmsmeyer coming back out there for the bottom of the third inning in just a moment. Pitched two scoreless so far on the season now. Up to five innings pitched, just one run allowed in his two starts both at this ballpark. Two balls, two strikes, runner off second, and two outs. Moreno looks back at him and now delivers the pitch. This one low and away, and now let's run full to Rocker Bomber. So Renegades catcher working deep into this count. Delivered a RBI single in the first inning that just fell in front of the right fielder, Chun, who was coming in. With the speed of Lovich out at second base, any ball that finds outfield grass would most likely score him. Rocker Bomber waits, left-handed batter. Here's the right-hander's pitch. This one swung on a missed, and the third strikeout of the inning ends it for the Renegades. They get a runner on in a scoring position, but no look after that. So we'll head to the bottom of the third. Renegades still lead this one 3 to nothing on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! 
Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more. Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. Bottom of the third we go. Renegades already up ahead. 3-0. This one is Ty Wilmsmeyer. Looks to continue a strong streak up out there on the mound. Going for his third scoreless inning of work. And as we return here for this bottom of the third inning, we'll remind everyone about Walk-Off Wood Bat Company. Handcrafted right here in Missouri. Walk-Off Wood Bat Company bats are made with premium grade maple, ash, and birch. Fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you get to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they offer also offer a selection of bat accessories, including withered skin, bat grips, and batting gloves. To find your confidence at the plate, give Walk-Off Wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. First pitch of the at-bat to Woodmancy was in there for a ball, and now this one pumped in there. Strike one, one ball, one strike. Woodmancy left-handed hitting left fielder. Bats in the number nine spot before we'll flip it back over for Syracuse and Bressler on deck. Here's the 1-1. One, one. Grounded out to first. Mislowski picks it on a hop. will feed the covering. Wilsmeyer and out number one is Romancy hustling up the line. Made that a close play, but nice field and then nice throw to the covering. Wilsmeyer, couple of pitches for out number one here in the third. So now we go back to the top, Corey Syracusa, who grounded out to second base to get this thing going for the Outlaws in the bottom of the first. Outlaws have one hit, one other base runner on a walk. Do not have any runs so far. Meyer through two and a third innings. Throws this one in there for ball one to begin at Syracusa. He was behind Syracusa, one nothing in the first inning when Syracusa swung at the second pitch and grounded out to Ott. Here's the 1-0, this one in there. Strike one. Wolfsmeyer has not had to work deep into a lot of counts so far. Went full count to Bresser before walking him. It was 2-2 to Carpenter in the first before striking him out swinging. And this one is grounded out to short. Jackson Lovich to his left. Makes a throw to first base. That's in time. And now out number two to the leadoff hitter second baseman for the Outlaws. Jackson Lovich made that play look relatively simple. Moving to his left and then flipped the feed and threw a strike on over to Mislowski at first base. So... Two quick outs in the bottom of third inning. Wolfsmeyer continued to keep the pace up and pump in strikes. Like I was saying, outside of those two at-bats I mentioned in the first, only threw one ball. This one is flown in the air down the left field line. Going out and coming in is the left fielder, Wagner, and he's under it for out number three in a very quick bottom of the third inning. Thought the shortstop, Lovich, might go out to make that one, but left fielder Wagner came in for out number three. So Wilmsmeyer's through three, and Renegades lead 3 nothing after three. On to the fourth we go on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt. We'll be back in just a moment. 
Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your your last line of defense. On to the fourth now here on the Show Me Sports Network. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to tonight's coverage of the Renegades and the Joplin Outlaws. Renegades with a win this evening would move to 5-7 and seven on the season. Looking to snap a albeit short, but losing streak nevertheless. They've lost back-to-back -back games. Still have not won more than two games in a row this season. Still have got a week or so left in June and all of July, but you like to see them start to get something going, put a little bit of consistency together, and maybe tonight is the start of that, but at the same point in time, I also feel like I said that for four or five games in a row now, so what do I know? A.J. Moreno back out for the fourth inning. Despite the three runs, he has pitched very, very well, and only one of those three runs is earned. He's got three innings pitched and six strikeouts. Six of the nine batters that he has retired have come way via the K, with two of them looking the other four swinging. So Renegades have a chance after the quick bottom of the third inning pitched by Ty Wonsmeyer to add to what is a 3-0 lead. It'll be Ott, Jackson Lovich, and Cole Wagner up this inning. Levi Mazlowski, the number nine hitter, will come to the plate if any of them reach. Renegades have had a base runner in all three innings so far. Those base runner came around to score in the first and the second before being left stranded in the third. This one swung on and fouled into the mid of Bruff for strike one to Ott. Ott flew out to left in a 3-2 count when he hits with runner on second base and two outs in the top of the first. This pitch hit on the air in the infield. First baseman goes over. Looks like Campbell's going to make the catch and he does for out number one infield pop out gets this fourth inning underway so Jackson Lovich will now step in gave one a long right out to deep left center field when he hit to lead off the second inning just clanked off the top of the left center field wall by the time that ball came back in Lovich was in at third base standing for a leadoff triple snow bats here no one on one out Renegades lead three nothing in the top of the fourth here's Moreno's pitch this one outside for ball one Lovich hit that triple on the first pitch of his first at bat, and now is ahead a 1-0 count here. Soon to be freshman at University of Missouri. Bats for the second time. Here's the pitch. Swung on a miss. Moreno went with the off-speed, and Lovich swung over it. It's now even at a ball and a strike. On the way is the 1-1 pitch to Lovich. This one outside and down low. So now two balls and a strike to the shortstop for the Renegades. Renegades.
Renegades have their first lead in, since when they were up one nothing at Chillicothe on Saturday. This one swung on a miss. Now even at two balls and two strikes. Renegades led in that one one to nothing, and then the bottom of that same inning gave it up two to one and never held a lead again. This one lined out into the center field grass, and that's going to get down for a base hit. Looks like a half swing kind of a thing off the inside of the bat of Wilovich and there was just no one home with the second baseman and shortstop playing straight up and that is a one out base hit for Wilovich second hit of the evening for him not a hard hit ball whatsoever and if there was someone stationed that would have been an easy catcher now it was not hit very hard and had some airtime under it but with both second and short playing straight up defense now and hit basically directly over the second base bag it splashed down for an easy single so a runner takes his lead that's Jackson Lovich off of first he's held on by Campbell and Cole Wagner will bat with the runner on and one out this one outside now 1-0 Moreno so far through three and a third innings he's given up three runs but just one of them earned that was the RBI ground out in the second that scored Lovich Wagner now bats once again with Lovich on. He leads it first. Here's the pitch to the left fielder. This one grounded weakly. Coming in is the shortstop wrestler. He's up with it. Long throw to first, but Wagner beats it out for an infield single, and the Renegades have two on one outs. That ball was hit so slowly, but by the time Bressler came in to get it, he made about as good of a play as he could have in the strong throw to first, but Wagner with the speed beats it out, and the runner Lovich moves up to second base. Back-to-back -back hits for the Renegades. Not hit all that hard, but just put about as good of his place as you can do it is now Joplin will have a meeting at the mound there is throwing down there in the outlaws bullpen out beyond the left field line it is a left handed pitcher out there warming up as I look at this outlaws roster that leaves just three possible pitchers it could be doubt it's Edrian Rangel as we saw him start a game last week so don't think they would move him to the bullpen so that leaves Cole Cooper and George Fisher, two other possibilities for the left-handed pitcher that could be warming down there in that bullpen. But with it way out there beyond the left field line, no chance I'm going to be able to tell you what number that is. So now after the infield single off the bat of Cole Wagner, Lovich moves up to second. Now two on one out for the Renegades. Meslowski struck out on three pitches, steps in. This pitch hit high in the air on the infield. Converging is a couple of outlaws. It's the catcher Bruff in foul territory who makes the catch and out number two recorded by Moreno. Nicely done by the pitcher to rebound after the back-to-back -back singles. So now still two runners on for the Renegades. It's Lovich who singled to center who's at second base and Cole Wagner who had an infield single off of first. But with one on, two on and one out, Mazlowski just popped up for the second out of the inning. And now the third time through the order starts with Forte. He's got a two-out RBI opportunity. Renegades have had someone in scoring position every inning so far through the first four. Forte struck out looking both times. Chance to do some damage here. Here's the pitch. Swung on a miss. Moreno gets that one by him. Strike one to the center fielder of the Renegades. Don't know how long the leash is on Moreno tonight. I think maybe they would send him back out for the fifth if he can get through this inning scoreless, but certainly looks like to be someone ready down in that bullpen. Moreno checks the runner, Lovich off second. Here's the pitch. This one swung on a miss. Lovich going to third. He's in there safely with the stolen base up on the side. A little bit of an awkward pop-up, but he is 
okay as he stands on top of third and now first and third still with two outs for the Renegades on what was strike two to Forte. Third stolen base already as we're in the top of the fourth inning for the Renegades and have to tell you that was really the only one where Bruff even had a shot. Other two runners got great leads and were into second easily. Lovich this time stealing third. Was a close play, but he slid in there safely. So now first and third, 0-2 to Forte. This one swung grounded weakly to first, but that one is going to curve into foul territory. So it stays, no balls and two strikes. Renegades looking to add to was a 3-0 lead. They scored two in the first on an RBI triple and an RBI single, and then added one more in the second on Cole Wagner's RBI ground out. Wagner currently on first base with his first hit of the evening. That was an infield single just a moment ago to the shortstop wrestler who really did not have a play on it. So now two on, two out. Moreno trying not to allow a fourth Renegades runner to come in and score. He's got to deal with Forte, but is ahead in an 0-2 count. Here's the pitch. This one up and away. Ball one to Forte. Ross Lovich waits on deck if Forte can keep this top of the fourth alive. Renegades already now at five hits on the evening. Renegades had 10 hits when they played in Chillicothe on Saturday. Have already matched the run total, though, with three. Runners take their leads. Here's the pitch way outside. Now two balls and two strikes. And Lovich is going to try and come home and score, and they've got him caught in a rundown. Bruff will run it back to third. The tag made it third base by the third baseman, and that is out number three. Lovich was way off the third base bag and tried to catch Bruff napping. Bruff went like he was going to throw the ball back to the pitcher, and had he thrown that ball, Lovich would have easily scored but Bruff had the smarts to fake the throw, and by that point, Jackson Lovich was a dead duck ending over. So we'll head to the bottom half of the inning. Renegades still lead this one three to nothing back in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. Riverhill Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverhill Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverhill Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Riverhill Christian Academy, at 573-634-3983. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Bottom of the fourth now, Renegades still leading three to nothing. Remax Bruff in to lead it off. Three, four, five in the Allies order to face Wilmsmeyer. This one pumps in there for a strike. Gets this inning underway. Bruff flew out to right field on a nice running catch in foul territory by Matishek in the first inning, his first at bat up. Here's the pitch. And then once again, now 0-2 on the catcher for the Outlaws. Bruff just made a really heads-up play to end that top of the fourth inning, and it was honestly two attempted smart plays by two smart players, and just Bruff got the better of 
Jackson Lovich is this one just misses now one and two is that inning with the runners on first and third two out Outlaws had a little bit of a shift going with long pulled off the third base lag as here's the one two this one outside now two and two off the third base bag was long so Jackson Lovich was able to get a gigantic lead was way off a third base and Bruff just every single time would take would catch the pitch and just loft it back to the pitcher and Lovich had the idea and got so far off the bag as here's the 2-2 pitch. Grounded out to first. Mislowski's got it. He will feed it, actually take it to the bag himself for out number one. And that gets this bottom of the fourth going. So Lovich was banking on the fact that Bruff would just continue that process of not looking and throwing the ball back to the pitcher. And when Bruff received that pitch, Lovich was about halfway to home plate. And Bruff smartly faked. And by the time he faked and looked down to third base, it was an easy out recorded. And Lovich had nowhere to go but attempt to go back where he was tagged out on the throw and tag made by Michael Wong. So that's a little more insight to how that inning ended. A little bit harder to explain, but almost a really smart play. You can't even really... Obviously, I'm not the coach, so I don't know what was said, but I can't. don't think you can fault Lovich a whole lot there. It was almost an incredibly heads-up play. 1-0 pitch now is outside. 2-0 to Carson Carpenter in there. Carpenter struck out swinging to end the first inning. First of a couple strikeouts for Wilmsmeyer. He's got two so far. This one hit high in the air on the infield. A mile high, looks like. Wilmsmeyer off the back of the mound. Gives way to the shortstop. Lovich, and he can't make the catch. Drop the ball. Runner now off of first base. He started to go to second. Wilmsmeyer flips. He dives back into first, and he gets back in there safely. Looked like a couple different times the Renegades were going to get the batter. Carpenter out first. Almost on the catch, but Lovich on the infield at short. Couldn't make it. And then turning too far off the bag. Carpenter off of first. Looked like they had him and Wilmsmeyer started running back to first and made the throw just a little bit too late and Carpenter was able to dive back in there safely. So an error on the Renegades, their first error of the ball game. So that was Carpenter reached. Only one hit so far through the first three and a third for the Outlaws. Here's the pitch. This one lined out to center field. Sinking fast. Forte has no play and that's down a hit. Carpenter's up to second as that is a one out single by Michael Long to center field. Second hit of the ball game for Joplin. This inning started with a ground out to first before Carpenter popped the ball up a mile high on the infield and looked like it would have been out number two before a catch could not be made and they had actually had a second shot at him. And I believe that they just look, called a balk on Wilmsmeyer. Batter hadn't even stepped in and they call a balk on Wilmsmeyer that allows both runners to advance and that brings Coach D'Amelio out of the dugout to argue with the umpire. I was looking down at the statue, didn't even see whether Wilmsmeyer even stepped on the mound, but looked up to see the umpire issuing both the runners up to second and third base. So now both the home plate and the infield umpire are going to have a meeting to discuss what just occurred. Carpenter reached on an air and then just moved up to second on a single by Michael Long, and then both runners were gifted second and third on a balk. But it appears that that call is currently being discussed. They go back to talk to Renegade's head coach. Didn't really see what Wilmsmeyer had done to warn a balk there, but I guess that they say that he stepped back on the mound and they're gonna leave the runners put at second and third. So now two runners in scoring position for the Outlaws with only one out, a chance to get back into this ball game, a game that they lead three to nothing. Second baseman Odd is currently talking with the umpire couple of mistakes made by the Renegades this inning. We'll see if it comes back to bite him. They will now have to try and 
get a couple of outs here before letting the runners at second and third score. So now that'll bring in Garrett Chun, grounded out to second his first time up. Bats with Carpenter off the third base, reach on an error, as this one is in there, strike one to Chun, and Long off a second who singled, both runners advanced on the ball just a moment ago. Holzmeyer almost cruised through the first three innings, now having to work with some real trouble here for the first time all night. Bottom of the fourth, one out. Here's the pitch to Chun. This one lined out to left field. Going after it is Wagner. Still running. Dives after it and makes the catch just inside of fair territory. Up with it, throw to third. Both runners advance and a run scores. But what an incredible catch by the left fielder, Cole Wagner. He went full out, parallel to the ground, Superman style to make that grab. And hopefully he's okay grabbing his arm out there in left field. Don't know if that ball would have stayed fair as he made out to laid out to make the catch just on the fair foul line. Looks like he is going to be okay. Now back up, puts the sunglasses back on the hat and winds the arm a few times as if to stretch it out. So thankfully he's okay. Both runners advance on that and it'll go down as a sack fly. But if not for an incredible catch by Cole Wagner, that's potentially two runs. And if that ball skips away, that's at least a triple. Incredible grab by the left fielder for the Renegades. This inning stays with just one run scores. That's a play to look back on. Here's the pitch. This one swung on a miss, gets that pass, Matt Campbell. So credit the sack fly RBI to Garrett Shun. Now Campbell a chance to add a second run. It's currently behind 0-2 as runner leads off third. This one in their call strike now 0-2. So ball call comes back to hurt the Renegades. That catch was made with them on first and second. You don't have a run come across the score, but Carpenter comes in there. Here's the 0-2. This one swung on a miss, and Wilmsmeyer bounces back to strike him out. Incredible defense by Cole Wagner to save the day in this inning, and we'll head to the fifth, a 3-1 score. Right back in just a moment, 3-1 Renegades lead on the Show Me Sports Network. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Hello, Blake Gazaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Fifth inning now on the Show Me Sports Network here at Joe Becker Stadium in Joplin, Missouri. And thanks to an incredible catch by Cole Wagner, this game stayed 3-1 to one in the top half now heading to the fifth inning. Would have been a couple of runs, if not more, scored for the Outlaws in the bottom half of that fourth inning. But Cole Wagner weighed out, laid out just on that left field fair and foul line. And 
save the day for the Renegades because like I said, with runners on second and third, both of them score and with the way Wagner dived, that ball would have kicked by him and that would have been most likely at the very least a triple and depending on how it goes, maybe even an inside the parker if that one gets down. So Renegades still holding a 3-1 lead. Adonis Forte will get the chance to bat here to lead off the fifth inning. Was at the plate when Jackson Glovich was caught trying to steal home. This one grounded out to first. Kicks off the first baseman for Forte still out of the box is going to be thrown out at first base on the on the toss to the covering pitcher Moreno. Ball kicked off the first baseman Campbell but did not kick off far away whatsoever and he faded to the covering first baseman Campbell for out number one. So after that ground out to get this top of the fifth going it'll step in Rosolovich. He bets now no one on, one out. Renegades lead three to nothing, top of the fifth inning. Here's the pitch from Moreno. This one low and inside gets by the catcher, but no one on, so doesn't have to chase after it. Ball one. Well, which flew out to center and was hit by a pitch in the third, stole second, but was not able to be brought around to score. Renegades have had not only a runner on, but a runner in scoring position each of the first four innings. Here's the one out to Lovich. This one outside now two and zero to the DH on the evening. Seen Glovich play a lot of center field and right field as well for the Renegades so far this season. Back in, left-handed batting DH facing the right-handed pitching Moreno through four and a third innings so far. Here's the pitch. This one outside, and now three balls and no strikes on Glovich. Once again, throwing down there in that outlaw's bullpen. They had pitchers up last inning when the Renegades had a couple of runners on. First and second, only one out. And now runners no one on here but bullpen throwing again here's the 3-0 this one outside and a four pitch walk to Ross Lovich the second time he will reach base on the evening so a one out base runner for the Renegades they have now had base runners in all five innings that they have came to the plates we'll see if they are able to score for the first time since the second inning as in will step Luke Fuller Fuller had reached on an air and came around to score on the first struck out swinging on three pitches in the third. Oslovich takes his lead off of first base. He is held on by Campbell. Fakes like he's going to go. Does not as this one is in there for strike one. Renegades already have three stolen bases through the first four innings. Can throw in the caught stealing in there as well as Jackson Lovich got too far off third. Soon we call that trying to steal home where Bruff got him. Ross now off of first. Here's the pitch to four. Low and away, even at a ball and a strike now. Renegades currently out hitting Joplin 5 to 2. Both teams have made one error so far. Both errors coming up costly, too, because if we we're sitting exactly where we are now, when either team had made those one error, it would just be a 1 nothing score. Lovich running. Here's the pitch. It's a ball outside, and Bruff dropped the ball, so Lovich is in there second. Might have had it anyway, but his second stolen base of the evening. And also outside for a ball. So now two balls and one strike. Bruff tried to pop up there and fire that one down onto second. Couldn't find the handle as it came out of his glove. And Lovich is nabbed second base for the second time in two tries. It's now 2-1 and one on the third baseman for the Renegades Fuller. Runner in scoring position now and all five trips to the plate for the Renegades so far tonight. Check at the runner. Here's the 2-1. This one nabs the outside corner. Just barely two balls and two strikes. Back to the comment on the error. The 
two runs that the Renegades scored in the first, a result of an error that happened with two outs, and the one run that the Outlaws just scored would not have come home to score had the Renegades not made the error with one out in the bottom of the fourth because Cole Wagner's catch would have then ended it had they made the catch. So just one run, a product of error-free baseball. Here's the pitch to four, swung out, grounded to third, but it's been foul territory, so we'll stay put. The one run scored by the Renegades not falling error came courtesy of a Jackson Lovich triple to deep left center field in the second, then came in to score on a Cole Wagner RBI ground out. Have to say, nowhere early, not even halfway through this one, we're in the top of the fifth, but if I had to pick right now, Cole Wagner would be your player of the game. One out of the three RBIs and a incredible diving catch in the bottom of the fourth. Check of the runner. Here's the 2-2 pitch to four. This one fouled once again. We'll stay right here at two balls and two strikes. Moreno so far through four and a third inning. Six strikeouts. Has given up five hits to go with three runs allowed, but just one of those three runs earned. Luke Fuller bats here in a 2-2 count with Rosalovich off a of second base. One out, top of the fifth. Renegades lead this one 3-1. Jack Matishik also waits on deck for the Renegades. Rainer now once again sets at the belt. Looks back at the runner, Lovich off a second. Here's the 2-2 pitch to four. This one way high. And now it is a full count on the third baseman for the Renegades. Not only have the Renegades continued to threaten, they've had multiple base runners in two out of their four innings. And with one more ball here, would make a three out of five if four can reach. Left-handed pitcher continues to throw down there on the Outlaws' bullpen. Moreno in a 3-2 count. Here's the pitch to four. This one swung on a miss, went chasing down and away, and comes up with nothing but air as that will be out number two. So a well-timed strikeout. Strikeout number seven on the evening for Moreno. Gets him to record his second out. Keeps Ross Lovich out there at second base. And it'll be up to Matichek to deliver a two-out RBI. Outlaws going to quickly have a meeting at the mound. They might actually be bringing in a new pitcher. Nope, I don't think so. I don't know, though. I do see someone trotting in, so there might be a new pitcher coming in. It actually is going to be a new pitcher coming in. Couldn't tell at first. Just looked like an ordinary mound visit, but that is going to be the end of the line for Moreno. So new pitcher coming in. The Brack to break up down. Renegades have a runner on segment two outs in the top of the fifth inning. We'll be right back. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. 
At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. Pitcher on for Joplin. It was not one of my couple of guesses when I took a crack at it last inning. Was a left-handed pitcher, but a name I didn't even have on my roster. So this one upstairs, ball one to Matashik. Bats with two out and a runner on second base. It is Jordan Sheridan, number 16, left-handed pitcher who takes the mound. So he now comes in looking to get the final out of this fifth inning in relief of AJ Moreno. Lefty on lefty matchup. Here's the pitch to Matashek. This one called strike. And now one ball and one strike to Matashek. This inning started with a ground out to first. Ross Lovitz then walked and stole second base before Luke Fuller just struck out swinging to end the night for A.J. Moreno. So Sheridan now looking to keep his line right where it is. Lovitz leads off a of second base. Here's the 1-1 pitch to Matashek. Way up in it now two balls and a strike. So line, as of right now for Moreno, that still could be altered if this one more run does come in to score. But four and two-thirds innings, seven strikeouts, five hits allowed, three runs, one earned. Only thing that could change is if one more run were to be added to his line, that being Lovich. This pitch lined out to left, but out of play and foul. Now even two balls and two strikes. That runner out there at second base is responsible for Moreno. Everyone else will now be on the line of Sheridan. We'll see if he's if he's able to record this final out of the fifth. He will, if he were to come back out for the sixth. So now left-handed pitcher facing the left-handed batting Matashek. He's one for two with an RBI triple and a strikeout swinging. Here's the two-ball two-strike pitch on the way. This one once again fouling out of play and will stay put right here. If Matashek can continue this top of the fifth inning, is T.J. Rockerbomber also with an RBI on the evening who waits on deck. No one warming out there in that Jefferson City Renegades bullpen down the right field line. So it'll be Ty Wolmsmeyer who will come back out for the fifth inning of work in just a few minutes. Sheridan once again. Here's the 2-2 to Matashek. This one grounded weakly over towards first. First baseman's got it. It's a race to the bag, and he beats Matashek by a step or two. That was Campbell for the final out. So Sheridan comes in, gets the final out, and keeps the Renegades off the board. We'll head to the bottom of the fifth. The Renegades still lead this one 3 to nothing, 3 to one pardon me, back in just a moment. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions 
When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba, dum, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Moex Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Stock and Norm Direct. Ty Wilmsmeyer's first pitch to Cody Min is lined into left field for a leadoff base hit. Wilmsmeyer just took the mound for the start of the bottom of the fifth inning, and his first pitch to the designated hitter of the Outlaws is promptly sent into left field, a sharp line drive for a leadoff single. So Min now off of first base. It'll bring up number nine hitter, Matt Woodmancy, before we go back to the top for this Outlaws team. Currently trailing by two runs. Just had their third hit of the evening in this bottom of the fifth. This one is going to be bunted right in front of the plate, but it's foul. So it'll be 0-1 count now. Bounce almost directly off the plate, maybe off the turf, just to the left of it and back behind it. So that runs into a ball. No balls and a strike. Renegades lead this one three to nothing thanks to two in the first, one in the second. They did give up one last inning on a sack fly to left field. That's where they currently stand. We're just over halfway through this one. Renegades lead three to one, tying run now in in the form of Matt Woodmancy. This one fouled back. And now no balls and two strikes on the left fielder for Joplin. He grounded out to first his first time up. That's now with a runner on first base after Cody Mann led off this inning with a single to left field. Thank you everyone for tuning in tonight on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt. Delighted to bring you this Renegades game tonight. Another road game tomorrow night in Sedalia. 0-2 pitch, swing and a miss, blew that one by him. And that is three pitches and a strikeout to the left fielder of the Outlaws. Fourth strikeout of the evening so far for Wilmsmeyer. Goes back out for this bottom of the fifth inning. And now the Renegades do have someone up and warming down in the bullpen. It is a right-hander. I can tell you that much. This inning began with a Cody Min single to left, and then Matt Woodmancy just struck out swinging on three pitches for out number one. So one out, one on. Back to the top of the order, Syracuse steps in. This one promptly grounded in between short and third, and that's into left field, a base hit. Moving up to second base and staying right there is the DH Min, and a one out base hit, second hit of the evening as that one was grounded in a perfect spot into left field off the bat of Syracuse, his first hit of the ball game. Two out of the first three batters here in this bottom of the fifth inning for Joplin have reached via single. Now Caden Bresser will step in. He's 0 for 1 on the night. Bats with a runner in scoring position and two runners on. Wunsmeyer now in back-to-back ba back -back innings having to really bear down and get to work. Through the first three, did not have to face a whole lot of problems. Gave up a walk 
and a single in that time, but neither runner left first base. As this one is up for a ball, one to Caden Bressler. Cody Minoff of first and Syracuse, Cody Minoff of second, pardon me, and Syracuse off of first, both single to left. One out as Wood Mancy was struck out, swinging a sandwich in between. Holmesmeyer checks the runners. Here's the pitch. This one just misses. Now two balls, no strikes to Bressler, who walked in the first, flew out to left field in the third. Max Bruff waits on deck. Sure, Wilmsmeyer would love to dial one up here on the ground right at someone, although Bressler does have, does have some speed. This one swung on a miss. Might have been actually fouled into the glove of the catcher, Rocket Bomber. Regardless, it's a strike. Now two and one count. Renegade's trying to snap a two-game skid. They fall into four and seven now. First of seven straight games that they will play this week after the off day yesterday. It's a daily tomorrow and then home for two in a row on Wednesday, Thursday. Wilsmeyer checks the runner. Here's the two-one. Skips in there and gets away from Rocker Bomber. Both runners will advance. That one was low for a ball. Rocker Bomber couldn't corral it, and that allowed Syracuse to move up to second and mid up to third off the wild pitch. So now two runners in scoring position. That's a tying run out there at second base with that one out. Wilsmeyer going to have to work with the runners at second and third for the second straight inning. Last inning in the fourth, he got out of it with only one run allowed, but now behind in a 3-1 count to Bressler. He sets at the belt. Here's the 3-1 pitch. This one grounded right back to Wilmsmeyer, and it goes off his glove. Ott's got a chance at second, throw to first, in time for the out. Nice backup defense by the second baseman, Ott's. If Wilmsmeyer feeds that, fields that ball cleanly, they probably get the runner coming home to score, but very nice backup defense there by Colby Ott to still get an out for the Renegades. So that'll be an RBI ground up for the shortstop wrestler. Runner from third, Min, comes in to score the second run of the game for the Outlaws. Syracuse also moved up to third at the play, so tying run 90 feet away. But Renegades thankful to get an out there is now in steps Bruff. This one up high at 1-0 on the catcher. Bruff flew out to right and grounded out to third as two previous plate appearances. Excuse me, grounded up to first. Cody Min just in, Syracuse off a third. Here's the 1-0. This one lined out to right. Matishek after it, and he makes the catch chest high for out number three. So Wilmsmeyer once again gets two runners on with one out, but wiggles out of it. Just one runner allowed, thanks to some good defense by Colby Ott. Renegades lead now cut to one. We'll head to the sixth. 3-2 our score on the Show Me Sports Network. Renegades up. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. 
Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Third pitcher of the ball game coming on for the Outlaws. It is another left-handed pitcher that comes in out of that bullpen gate, and it is Cole Cooper, also seen him play some outfield when these two teams have met so far this season. He takes the mound, comes in wearing number 33, so that was one of my two guesses earlier in this one. Could have been him throwing at the time. Who knows with how far away that bullpen is from my view, but... Nelly comes into pitch, so Jordan Sheridan gets the final out of last inning. Doesn't allow any more runs to score. So it's his job as the stopper, and now we'll give way to Cole Cooper. Renegades lead this one 3-2, to two, top of the sixth inning. First pitch in there, nabs the outside corner. A called strike to TJ Rockerbomber. It'll be Rockerbomber, Ott, and Jackson Bovich. First three do up in this sixth inning. Here's the pitch. This one outside now, even a ball and a strike. Renegades looking to add after back-to-back -back runs in the fourth and the fifth. One apiece have cut their lead from 3-0 to 3-2. This one up high. And now two balls and a strike on the Renegades catcher. He drove in the second run of the game back in the first inning when he had an RBI bloop single to right field. Here's the 2-1 pitch. This one hit high in the air, but that's going to get foul out of play. Lands on the roof just above us. Had me worried for a second it was going to come down right in front of me, but he got a little bit farther over. So now two balls, two strikes to Rocker Bomber. Here's the pitch. This one is going to come in, and that's going to get off the bat, actually. I thought it may have got Rocker Bomber for a second, but it got the inside part of his bat, so we stay two balls and two strikes. Right-handed batting. Second baseman Ott waits on deck for the Renegades. Rocker Bomber now back in there after the foul ball. Here's Cooper's 2-2 pitch. This one didn't even make it to home. That skipped just about the right-handed hitter's batter's box. Now it's three balls and two strikes to the left-handed batting catcher for Jefferson City. So far on the mound for the Outlaws, A.J. Moreno went the first four on two-thirds, struck out seven hitters, allowed five hits, gave up three runs, just one of them earned. And then Jordan Sheridan, here's the 3-2 pitch. Lined out to second base on a hop over as a second baseman, Syracuse. The throw to first is in time for out number one. Rocket Robert grounds out to get this thing going. Sheridan got that last out of the fifth inning and now gives way to Cole Cooper, the third pitcher on the evening. So ground out on the full count off the bat of Rocket Robert. Nice play on a hop by Syracuse. And nobody on with one out. Renegade still lead this one 3-2 in the top of the sixth inning. Here's the pitch to Ott. This one grounded out to third. Coming over is third baseman Long. Long throw across to first. It skips and Ott beats it out. Infield single. 
That ball was, Wong was playing deep on the third base bag. He came in and made a strong throw on one hop over to first base, but Ott with the speed beats it out. That is the first time Ott reached tonight in a fifth, sixth straight inning now with a base runner for the Renegades. They have not gone three up, three down once. They've not had the clutch hitting otherwise. They would have much more than three runs, but still have put constant pressure. This one going inside, ball one to Jackson Govich. So after that single off the bat of Ott, that moves the Renegades up to six hits on the ball game. Govich bats, this one grounded out to short. Taylor made double play, flipped to second to one. On to first, that's the double play to end the inning off the bat of Jackson Govich. So Renegades get a base runner, but Cooper two pitches later Dials one up. They go 6-4-3 to end the inning. Wide to the bottom of six. Renegades still leading. Clean to a one-run lead. Back in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. River Oak Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, River Oak Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. River Oak Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about River Oak Christian Academy, at 573-634-3983. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. New pitcher on for the Renegades. Comes in the form of right-hander Wyatt Fisher taking the mound for the Renegades. Renegades got to get 12 outs, 6, 7, 8, ninth innings, holding on to a one-run lead. They led this one 3-0 at one point, but after a single run scored both in the fourth and the fifth by the Joplin Outlaws, their lead has been cut just once. So final line for the starting pitcher, Ty Wilmsmeyer, making just his second start on the mound of the season. He goes five innings pitched, four strikeouts to go with four hits, gave up two runs, only one of them earned. He has gone back-to-back -back really good pitching performances as he is now on the season, got eight innings pitched with just two earned runs given up. So well done to him. Something he has not done in college, did a little bit in high school, but now making the transition here in the Mink League. So now new pitcher Wyatt Fisher, right-hander, will start with the middle of the Joplin lineup, four, five, six in the order. Here's the pitch to Carpenter. This one inside for ball one. Three Carpenter, long shun. Three do up in this inning for the for the Outlaws. They bat here trailing by a run. Here's the 1-0 pitch to Carpenter. This one in there. Way low, now 2-0. Renegades have 
had a base runner every single inning their first six trips to the plate, but they had the clutch couple of two-out RBI hits in the first. Since then, even though they've had all these base runners, have not come up with any more clutch hits. If they're, if they're a couple of hits away with runners in scoring position for being up maybe five or six to two instead of three to two. Here's the two-out Carpenter. This one grounded off to the first base side foul and into the seats. It's now two and one on the center fielder for the Outlaws. Carpenter struck out swinging in the first before reaching on an error in the fourth came around to score the first run of the ball game for Joplin. So now back into the box. Fisher on for his first inning of work here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Here comes the 2-1 pitch to Carpenter. This one way up and in. Actually went behind the back of Carpenter. Easily not on purpose. Just lost control there. And after the way wild pitch, Rock Roberts going to go out and have a meeting with his new pitcher. Joplin currently does not have anyone warming down in their bullpen, so leads you to believe Cole Cooper will be out there for a second inning of work in the top of the seventh. Wyatt Fisher trying to get some some work going here in the bottom of the sixth inning is now there is some stretching going on down there in that Renegades bullpen. Looks like number 14 down there. I'll get you the name in just a moment. Snell behind three balls and a strike to the leadoff batter in the sixth inning. Here's Fisher's pitch. This one in and actually gets Carpenter. Would have been ball four anyway, but he'll trot on down to first base. The second hit by pitch of this ball game for both teams combined and had to lead off base runner for the Outlaws. So rocky start we so far for Wyatt Fisher. Did not look like he had a lot of control of his pitches in that at bat, but plenty of time to turn around as he'll now face Michael Long. Long one for two, struck out looking and single to center. Now bats with Carpenter leading off of first base. Mislowski does hold him on. Here's the pitch. This one hit fouled on the right field line and out of play. So now 0-1 on the third baseman for the Allies. So 14 throwing now down in that bullpen is Tanner Schmitz warming up. Right-handed pitcher from Jefferson City. Bats, and he's been a he's been a workhorse for this Renegades pitching staff, pitching a lot of ball games here early. And looks like they're going to potentially turn to him again. Here's the 0-1. This one in there called strike now to Long 0-2. Off day yesterday, so a chance to rest, but Schmitz did pitch on Saturday's game in Chillicothe. Went two innings, gave up one unearned run. See Worms again now. Fisher now ahead 0-2 on the third baseman. Runner Carpenter off first. Here's the pitch. This one high. Rockerbummer fakes a throw down to first base, but does not let the ball go. So now one ball and two strikes. Garrett Chun waits on deck with Matt Campbell, the new addition in the hole. Joplin trails by a run. They trail 3-2. to two. Joplin has four hits compared to the Renegades' six so far tonight. Here's the pitch. This one misses low, and now it's even two balls and two strikes. Carpenter got a little bit of bigger lead there. Was not off and running, though. Long now back into the box. Now has been trailing ever since the first inning of a chance here now to knot it up. They've had runners at third the last couple innings with two outs and both times they were stranded. Here's the 2-2. This one fouled off to the right side. Keeps things right here at two balls and two strikes. Definitely a lot cooler here now as we're about hour 45 into this one. Much cooler than what it was when we got this game underway just after 7 p.m. We didn't since the get-go, but now hold just a one-run lead in the tying runs at first base with nobody out. Here's the 2-2 pitch. This one up high and now it's run full of three balls and two strikes on the third baseman for Joplin. 
Hong bats. Garrett Shunt on deck. Carson Carpenter, who just reached on a hit by pitch, leads off of first base. Third baseman four plays a little bit further in at third base. Here's the 3-2. This one fouled off, and it stays right there. Playing maybe about a step behind from being even with the third base bag. Lovich and Odd at short and second play straight up. And first baseman Meslowski holds the runner Carpenter on. Schmitz continues to warm down there in that bullpen. No one warming for the Outlaws. They just got one strong inning out of Cole Cooper. Three up, three down. Here's the 3-2 pitch. This one high. And now first two have reached thanks to a hit by pitch and a walk. Fisher still struggling to find the strike zone. Even though it did pitch a lot better than that at bat. But Long continued to foul some pitches off and ended up working a 3-2 walk. So Renegades getting them some, themselves into some trouble here in this bottom of the sixth inning. First two have reached Carpenter on a hit by pitch and Long just now on a walk. And that'll lead to a meeting at the mound as catcher Rocket Rammer goes out. Pitching coach comes in and the entire infield does as well. Going over some things here with two runners now on. Tying run at second base. Go ahead on, on at first base. Still nobody out in this bottom of the sixth inning. I want to thank everyone for tuning in tonight on the Show Me Sports Network. Where in the bottom half of the sixth inning, Renegades leading this one three to two. You're listening to Ben Schmidt bringing you all of tonight's coverage. Renegades after tonight will travel back to Jefferson City before hitting the road tomorrow on a much shorter road trip than the couple hour drive this afternoon to Joplin. Tomorrow just going up to Sedalia to play the Bombers. Renegades 0-3 against them so far this season, but all three games played at Vivian Field. It's now we'll head to their stopping grounds for the first time the regular season. And we'll come back home for a couple home games Wednesday, Thursday against Chillicothe and Nevada. So Garrett Chun now stepping in, facing Fisher. He squares to bunt, pops this one up foul, and that'll get down to four strike one. They're going to advance the tying run to third, and the going ahead run to second. Chun at least was looking to do that there, but failed the pitch off to make it 0-1. Chun, left-handed batting outfielder, is 0-2 on the evening. Excuse me, now 0-1 after second at bat, not official due to the sack fly. So 0 for 1, both times hitting the air out outfielders, but was robbed last time up on a diving grab by Cole Wagner. 0-1, squares again, fouls it off again, and now no balls and two strikes. So you'd think now in a two-strike count that would eliminate the attempted bunt off the bat at Chun. It's both times he's tried to get it down, once was hit in the air, fell off to the left side, and that one was just straight down to the right side. Neither one in fair territory. It's now Fisher... Looking to record his first out since coming in into this ball game in replacement of Ty Wolmsmeyer on the bottom of the sixth. Here's the 0-2 pitch to Chun. This one hit in the air, foul out of play, and it keeps things at no balls and two strikes. First baseman Roslowski does not hold the runner on at first base. He actually plays about even with him behind the runner. Renegade's defense moves back and assuming no bunt attempt with two strikes. They play normal, normal defense here. Fisher let the first two reach. Now ahead 0-2 on Chun. Nobody out. Here's the pitch. This one grounded. Just past the diving glove. No, Lovich actually gets a hand on it. Throw to third. Did they get the out? They did. What an incredible play. Diving by Jackson Lovich. Thought that ball was destined for left field. He laid out. That ball somehow found the glove. And it had the wherewithal to pop up and throw to third base for the force out for out number one. That ball, I thought for sure, was past his glove into left field. But... The freshman shortstop soon to be for the Renegades and soon to be for Missouri laid out and saved what been a single to left field. 
Second incredible defensive play on the evening for the Renegades and fielder's choice for out number one. So Carpenter out at third, other two runners long now at second, Sean at first, thanks to a second incredible diving play by the Renegades defense. Here's the first pitch in there, a call strike to Campbell. That ball gets through into left field, it's at least bases loaded and they maybe wave around Carpenter with how deep Fisher's playing out there and left. Hulovic dove, grabbed it and through to third base for the force out. It's now 0-1 count on Campbell. Here's the pitch. This one grounded over to third. Step on the bag for one. Throw across the diamond to first. The scoop. And that's a double play inning over. Back-to-back -back great defensive plays by the Renegades. Started off by Jackson Lovich. Ends the inning and keeps things scoreless. Well done by the Renegades and Fishers through the sixth. So we'll head to the seventh. Renegades still lead this one. Three to two. Don't go anywhere. We've got a good one on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. We are on to the seventh. Cole Cooper goes back out for his second inning of work. He'll face Cole Wagner to lead things off and misses that pitch. Goes to the backstop for ball number one to the left fielder of the Renegades. And if not for some really good defensive plays, this game would be at the very least tied and Outlaws would probably have a lead. Cole Wagner made a great diving catch in the fourth to save at least one run, and Jackson Lovich just stole a ball that was destined for left field for out number one in the sixth. This one outside now 2-0. Crazy how things changed there in that inning, just in the blink of an eye. It was first and second, nobody out. New pitcher was struggling. Here's the 2-0 pitch. Outside now 3-0. New pitcher Fisher was struggling to find the zone, and Grounds one that seemed like it was going to at least load the bases with nobody out, but Lovich dives, makes the play, gets the force, and then right after that, double play, inning over. This one inside, and a four-pitch walk to lead thing off. Cole Wagner will trot on down to first base. So Renegades, let's see if they can carry that momentum into some runs. They have still leading this one, 3-2 lead, but you'd like to see them maybe pad that thing if they still got nine more outs to get. Wagner on for the second time tonight, grounded out to bring in an RBI and then had an infield single and now the walk. So he's had a very productive night at the plate along within the field. So Levi Mazlowski struck out swinging and popped up, steps in. This pitch high, five straight balls this inning for Cole Cooper who was very good in his first inning at work in the six, actually faced 
three batters. And after the five straight balls, they're going to have to go out and have a meeting at the mound. So Cole Cooper, guy who's also played outfield for the Joplin Outlaws team, on the mound, first inning of work, and the sixth inning goes ground out, gives up an infield single, but then gets the double play to end the inning. And now to start this inning, the top of the seventh, Renegade's up 3-2, walks the first batter, Wagner, on four pitches, and then goes ball one to Meslowski, and that will lead to a meeting at the mound. So meeting at the mound now, wrapping up, a couple fist bumps to go around. Second baseman, Syracuse gives him one along with the catcher, Bruff. See if they can inspire some confidence in their left-handed pitcher. That'll allow the bat at bat with Mazlowski to continue. Mazlowski 0 for 2. We're going to help the Renegades pad a 3-2 lead. This pitch bends in their called strike first of the inning. Makes it 1-1. One one. It'll be Forte on deck and Ross Lovitz to follow for the Renegades. They've got six hits on the evening compared to the four so far for Joplin. This one fouled off. And now a ball on two strikes to the third baseman tonight for the Renegades. Excuse me, first baseman tonight for the Renegades. Seemed at third before the season. That's where it's been stuck in my head. But he is at first base tonight. Runner Wagner walked on four pitches, leads off of first base. He's held on by Campbell. Here's the pitch, swing and a miss. And down goes Maslowski for out number one. Second strikeout on his line this evening. So after the leadoff walk, Cooper comes right back to get his first strikeout of the evening. Now they bring up Adonis Forte. He's over two, two strikeouts both looking and a ground out to first base back in the fifth inning. So now left-handed batting leadoff center fielder scored a run on Saturday. Looking to do damage here. This pitch misses a ball. Renegades scored their three runs, two in the first, one in the second, and have been blanked in the four innings to follow, although they've had base runner in, in every single inning, and they've had a runner in scoring position in most of those innings. This one outside, it's now 2-0 count. Actually, the sixth inning was the first time that the Renegades did not send a runner into scoring position. Did get a runner on that inning, but a double play. Ended it, this one lined out to left field. That's going to get down for a base hit, Forte's first of the game. Wagner moves up to second base, and Renegades have two on with one out here in the top of the seventh inning. Well struck ball. No chance for the left fielder Wood Mancy coming in as that one easily dropped down for a base hit. Forte goes opposite way for his first hit. Now the Renegades have something cooking here in the top of the seventh. On the single to left, Cole Wagner move up to second base. One out now. Roslovich steps in. Here's the pitch. This one bends out of the zone for ball one. Gets away momentarily, but runners stay put. Lovich is 0 for 1, flew out to center field, but reached base the two other times on a hit by a pitch and a walk, and both times when he reached, stole second base. Bats now with two on, one out. Neither runner being held on. Here's the pitch from Cooper, and it's high now 2 and 0. Lovich can potentially walk here to load the base up. It would be Luke Fuller stepping in with ducks on the pond, but still a long way to go in this at bat. Left-handed pitcher versus left-handed batter. Here's the 2-0. This one skips in there and gets away. It'll go to the backstop. Wagner to third. Forte jogs on up to second base. And not only is it 3-0 now, but two runners in scoring position at second and third, still with one out in the top of the seventh inning. So now we'll see if they give Lovich the green light to swing here with 3-0 count and two on. 
Already one out in this inning. Came on a strikeout swing by Mizlowski. Here's a 3-0 pitch. This one outside and a four-pitch walk, second four-pitch walk of the inning from Cooper, and that will load the bases and also look like and the night of Cole Cooper's. They've got someone warming. Manager's going to go out and take the ball. They've got a right-handed pitcher coming in. Big opportunity for the Renegades. He'll have to come in and face as they've got bases loaded with one out. We'll be right back for a big at-bat coming up for Luke Fuller. Stop of the seventh inning. Renegades lead 3-2. to two. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions fourth different pitcher to take the hill for the outlaws and that is connor peck who's got a lot of work to do facing luke fuller with the bases loaded and one out Renegades lead this one from the get-go. Put up two in the first, one in the second. Now lead three to two with Ducks on the pond. This one in there, a called strike out of the right arm of Peck to Fuller. And now an 0-1 count. Fuller bats with runners everywhere. Forte at second, Lovich at first, and Wagner at third. Fuller back into the box. Runners take their leads. This one skips in there low. And now a ball and a strike to the number three hitter for the Renegades. Four reach on an error in the first and has struck out in both at bats since he holds an 0 for 3 line. But big chance to erase all that here if you can drive in a couple. This one swung and fouled to the backstops. So now one ball and two strike on the number three hitter and third baseman for Jefferson City. Cole Cooper goes an inning in a third, strikes out just one, gives up two hits, has not allowed a run yet, but all three runners on the base pass his responsibility. And it'll be up to Connor Peck to try and keep those runs off his line. Peck, right-handed pitcher, looks in for the sign from catcher Bruff behind the plate, facing the right-handed batting Luke Fuller, and here's the one-two. This one way in, and it gets Fuller, and that'll bring in a run. Came way inside, got Fuller on what looked to be the back foot, and that allows Wagner, who was already coming home on what looked to, at first, be a wild pitch to cross safely, 
and what is now a 4-2 Jefferson City Renegades lead. Luke Ford gets the hit by pitch, also gets an RBI thanks to that. Pitch ran way inside and Ford lifted up the front foot, but it actually got his back foot on the way by and Renegades scored their first run since the second inning. They go from 3-2 to now 4-2. So now Jack Matashek steps in, looks at a ball one here. Wagner, who walked to lead off this inning, scored on the play. Forte up to third, and Lovich up to second base. Connor Peck just into the ball game, hit the first battery face, and now faces Jack Matashek. This one nabs the outside corner, one ball and one strike on the right fielder. Luke Fuller, which is hit by a pitch for an RBI and also bringing a run. Base is still loaded. Matashek, RBI triple in the first inning. A hit here would give him a third straight multi-hit game. This one fouled off, and now a ball and two strikes. Connor Peck also moved ahead, a ball and two strikes on Luke Fuller before hitting him in the back foot with a pitch. He now faces one of the more dangerous Renegades hitters of late, left-handed batting Jack Matashek, who's responsible for one of those four runs with an RBI triple in the first. He bats now, RBI opportunity. Here's the one-two. This one lined to the third baseman. He's got it, steps on the bag for one, throw across, Matashek at the bag. And they rule him out at first base. That's a double play. Matashek made it close, but Campbell made the stretch. And a heads-up, nice double play. 5-3, to three, long over to Campbell. So Renegades nab a run, but can't get any more thanks to the double play. And we'll stand and stretch here at Joe Becker Stadium. We'll head to the bottom of the seventh. Renegades now lead 4-2. to two. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba -dum, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Moex, Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex, Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to write Moex Stock and Norm Direct. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie. Seventh inning stretch behind us as we are now in the bottom half of the inning. New pitcher on for the Renegades, that being Tanner Schmitz. Been a workhorse down in that Renegades bullpen so far this season, and he'll look to do it again, Renegades. Nine outstand between them in a road victory. They now lead 4-2 after the RBI hit by pitch thanks to Luke Fuller in the top of the seventh. Renegades in the road this season for the fifth time and want to remind everyone to go riding with Doc and Orm Direct, Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Group sizes range from 1 to 100 or beyond. 
they do it all. Doc and Norm Direct is the official transportation provider of the Renegades, getting us to all our road games safely, efficiently, and in style. To book your spot for your next adventure, call them at 573-256-1991 or email at reservations at moexpress.com. First batter of the inning is Cody Min. He fakes a bunt and now looks at a ball inside. 1-0 now out of the hand of new pitcher Tanner Schmitz. Schmitz comes in in relief of Wyatt Fisher. 1-0-0-1. Scorebird says 0-1. I thought that first one was a ball, but looking for the umpire to make the signal. It is 2-0, so scoreboard is off. It is 2-0 after the second pitch was delivered a ball to Min. Here's the pitch. This one looks at it again, and this one is in there for a strike. Clearly looked like Min was going to wait until he saw one strike in that at bat. Now 2-1-1. It'll be Midwood, Mancy, then Syracusa. Right-handed batting Min facing the new pitcher, right-handed pitching Schmitz. Here's the pitch. This one grounded weakly, but that's going to get foul off near the on-deck circle. On-deck hitter, Midwood, Mancy. What a great guy. Just tosses it right back to the pitcher, Schmitz, and we're even at two balls and two strikes. Renegades just extended their lead from 3-2 to 4-2. Couldn't get more as pitcher Connor Peck got out of it with an inning-ending double play. You know, Schmitz, two balls and two strikes. Here it is to Min. This one, ring him up, called strike three. Min still yet to leave the batter's box. Don't know about that call from his point of view, but Schmitz gets him to go down looking for out number one. So Schmitz now off and running. Like I said, in relief of Wyatt Fisher, who went an inning. Didn't strike anybody out, also didn't allow a hit. And goes a scoreless six inning, thanks to some help by some great defense. I'm talking about Jackson Lovich. He made an incredible diving catch, diving fielding play, and then get the out of third. This one grounded back up the middle. Lovich over, dives, can't get this one. And even if he does come up with that one on the dive, he was hit so slowly, I don't think he gets with Mancy. And that is a one-out single to center field. Joplin will bring the tying run to the plate. So after Schmitz comes in and gets the strikeout looking of Manwood, Mancy reaches for the first time on a single to center. And we will now go back through the Joplin batting order for the fourth time. Starts with Corey Syracusa. Syracusa bats now. Has reached once. Singled to left field his last time up in the fifth inning. And scored on the Caden Bressel groundout. Bats with Mancy leading off of first base. Here's the pitch. This one misses high. So now 1-0 the count on Syracusa. And he gets leading 4-2 in this one. They were up 2-0 after 1, 3-0 after 2. Drop one cut it, just a one-run score after 5, 3-2, and then Renegades in the top half of the seventh inning just added one more on an RBI hit by pitch with the bases loaded. And now lead 4-2, one out in bottom of the seventh. Runner held on, here's the pitch. This one just nabs the outside corner or even at a ball and a strike. That one seemed to be just a little bit off the outside corner, but back there behind the plate, Rocket Romer did a good job, and... I am out of a bit of an angle, so maybe not too far outside. Can't give you a complete answer on that one. So now one ball, one strike. Runners going. This one fouled off, and he'll have to head on back to first base. Syracuse fouled that one directly back off. And when Mancy did get a pretty good jump there, would have. Who knows whether they would have been able to throw him out, but he was off and running and got a good jump there on the pitcher Schmitz. So now one ball, two strike on Syracuse. Schmitz looking to record his second out of the seventh inning. The 
comes in after pitching a couple of innings on Saturday in Chillicothe. Here's the one-two. This one outside. Now it's even two balls, two strikes. Schmitz on Saturday in that game came in, pitched two innings. He gave up two hits, didn't strike anyone out, gave up one run, but it was an unearned run. Now pitches two days later after the off day yesterday. Syracusa back in with Mancy off of first base. He's held on by Mislowski. And here's the 2-2. This one grounded weakly. Schmidt's over to get it, but they're going to say that was a foul ball, I believe, based on the backspin. That probably went off the foot or the ankle of Syracusa. So it stays right here at 2-2. Two and two. When it first left the bat, it looked like a pretty easy squibber, but I think based on the backspin pretty quickly after that, able to tell why it was a foul ball. So now we'll do the 2-2 pitch again. This inning started with a strikeout looking of Cody Min before Matt Wormancy on the first pitch of his at-bat hit a single to center field that just got past the diving glove of Jackson Lovich. And now he leads off a first with an out 2-2 pitch coming to Syracusa. Umpires call time. I believe Syracusa was the one who called it, so he'll step out before this 2-2 pitch once again. Renegade's bullpen dead silent down there. Allies do have a couple of different pitchers up. Cole Cooper just gave way to a new pitcher last inning. Here's the 2-2 runner going. Swung grounded to short. Lovich is not going to have a play at second, but he flips anyway. They call him out at second return throw, and that's a double play. Lovich, I did not think, was going to go to second there because the runner was, was going. He flipped it anyway, and Odd made an incredible returning jump throw. Runners at first and second still can't believe it. I think both of them thought they were safe. Regardless, nothing they can do, and that's a double play to end the inning, and it will send us to the eighth. Renegades lead 4-2. to two. We'll be back to talk about that double play in just a moment. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your your last line of defense. Another new pitcher on for the Outlaws. It is Jared Wells, right-handed pitcher, emerges from that Outlaws bullpen out in left field to begin this eight inning against the Jefferson City Renegades. 
So Connor Peck's final line, he goes the last two outs of the seventh inning and gets a double place and allows no runs. The one run that did come into score will go on Cole Cooper's line, so he finishes with an inning and a third, one run allowed. Back to the end of that seventh inning, runner was off and running as it was grounded out to Lovich at short, and it looks like the runner was so close to second that they wouldn't have a play, but Lovich decided to flip it to the second baseman, Ott, anyway, and even though it was a bang-bang play at the bag, they called the runner at second out, and then Ott made a jump throw, return to first, also a bang-bang play, and they called him out there as well for a double play, albeit an improbable one, but Renegades have played some incredible defense through the first seven innings. So now we head to the eighth. Wells on to face Rockerbomber, Ott, and Jackson Lovich. This one inside gets the backstop for ball one. Cole Wagner would then bat if any of them can reach. Left-handed batting catcher facing the right-handed pitching Wells to begin this eighth inning. Renegades trail, excuse me, not trail, they lead this one four to two. Wells sets will bring home the 1-0 pitch to Rocker Bomber. This one grounded foul off to the right side, so evens things at one ball, one strike. Wells, the fifth pitcher on the evening so far for for the Outlaws. Did see Wells, I remember, pitch when these two teams met last week. Do not remember which game exactly, as I will attempt to figure that out. Here's this at-bat continues to Rocker Bomber. Rocker Bomber back in there. Wells sets. Right-handed batter, left-handed hitter. Here's the 1-1 one, one to Rocker Bomber. This one flown out just beyond the infield. Third baseman back to get it. Wong makes the catch, and that's a pop out for out number one. So Wells came in to get the end of the game when these two played on the 16th a couple days ago. So four days ago when those these two teams played the last time, last Thursday at this ballpark, Wells came in at the very end to close it out. Close it out in the top of the inning. Renegades won that game 15-10, but he was the final pitcher. Gets the first batter he faces here in Rocket Bomber. Now we'll face Ott, who made that really nice jump throw return to first. One of now three defensive plays I can pick out of incredible ones by the Renegades off the top of my head. Swung on a miss at the first pitch. He's now behind no balls and one strike. Waves the bat just a little bit over his right shoulder. Well sets, and here is the 0-1 pitch on the way. This one didn't even make it to home plate. Ott caught it on the bounce and even things at a ball and a strike. Nice reaction time by the Renegades second baseman on the evening. Renegades have scored four runs compared to the two that the Outlaws have scored. Ott back in there. Here's the 1-1 pitch to the right-handed batter. Swings and misses. That one going away and now he's behind at a ball and two strikes. Wells just came in and got Rocket Brown to pop out to third to begin this inning. Now faces his second batter in Otts. Jackson Lovich waits on deck. Renegades scored their fourth run last inning on a base on balls. Base on balls, runner coming around to score when the bases were loaded. This one in high. Two balls, two strikes. Base on balls led off that inning. Renegades then got a single and another walk and then a hit by pitch. So Luke Fuller brought in the run. That's where things currently stand. Renegades leading this one 4-2 to two if you're just joining us. Now two balls, two strikes, and on. Right on, right matchup. One out, nobody on. And here's the pitch. This one low and away. Actually lands in the left-handed batter's batting box. Now it's run full. Renegades looking for their eighth straight inning with a base runner. They've had a runner in the scoring position in six out of their seven innings so far. They've been all over the base pass. Have not had a ton of big hits with those runners on, but still enough to scratch across four. It's enough for the time being, and six outs away from a victory if they can hold it. 
3-2 pitch. Well set, and here it comes. This one called strike three, nabs the outside corner. Don't know if Ott liked it, but nothing he can do now, and he'll have to head back to the dugout after recording the second out. Nice frame drop two behind the plate by Bruff. Look to either be just off or nab that outside corner. Don't know if there's a lot that Ott could have done with that pitch anyway, and two up, two down for the Renegades in this eighth inning. So now Jackson Lovich will step in. He's been on base twice tonight, a triple and a single. First pitch is inside a ball. Lovich had the triple in the second inning that hit off the wall out in left center field and then came home to score on a ground out. Single in his second at bat out, but then was caught stealing way too off the bag at third base. Here's the 1-0 pitch. This one swung off and fouled off to the right side. So 1-1 one, one count now on the shortstop for the Renegades. Been a part of a, part of a couple of great plays tonight on the club side. Had a diving play a couple innings ago where he saved the ball from heading into left field and got the force out of third. And then last inning, the decision to go to second base on a very close play to get the first out on what ended up being a double play. This pitch misses out. Two balls, one strike. I think this, that's an instance where you benefit from no replay here in the summer college ball because I don't want to speculate, but I'd be willing to bet at least one, maybe even both of those runners. It was a bang-bang play on both of them, and who knows what replay would have found. But Renegades will take it. Lovich swings and misses there, went down for it, and couldn't come up with anything. So now two balls and two strikes. No one warming whatsoever down in the Renegades' bullpen on the right field side. So... It'll be all up to Tanner Schmitz coming back out for the eighth inning. For to our score, no one on, two balls, two strikes, two outs, and Wells will deliver to Lovich. Here it is, this one once again skips in there, and when Wells has not found the strike zone this inning, most of them haven't even made it to home plate. They've been a lot of bouncers. No one up for the outlaws in their bullpen, but there's some stretching going on. Wells has been very good in this eighth inning. Back-to-back 3-2 counts. Struck out Ott looking on a 3-2 looking and now faces Lovich here 3-2. Nobody on, two outs. Here's the pitch. This one just off the outside corner. Bruff tried to steal it for a strike. Lovich, a stone-cold take right there for ball four. And he'll trot on down and Renegades continue their streak of having a base runner in every inning. Nice at bat there for the Renegades shortstop. His third time on base tonight. And that will be a two-out base runner for Cole Wagner. Also been a key part of what is currently a Renegades lead. Has an RBI crown out. Also on two other times. And all on top of that, a fantastic diving catch in left field. Lovich held on at first. Pretty good lead. Here's the pitch. This one skips in there. Bounces up. Lovich going to try and go to second. Bruff stow down. And Lovich is in there standing. Takes second base on the bouncer. And Renegades once again have a runner at second base with two outs now. That one didn't even make it to home plate. It seems like the problem has been Wells has not been able to land the off-speed pitch, and almost all of them haven't even made it the full distance. So Lowich now at second. Wagner bats, runner in scoring position. Two outs in the top of the eighth. Renegades lead 4-2. Here's the pitch. Wagner swings and misses. Couldn't catch up with that one. Runs things to a ball and a strike. If Wagner can come through, would be his second RBI of the game. Drove in that run in the third inning. Same runner that stands out at second base in Jackson Vovich. Shortstop shades him. Bressler a little bit towards the bag. Here's the 1-1. This one 
Hit out to the left side, but that's going to get out of place. Now one and two. Jared Wells just came in this inning, retired the first two hitters he faced in a pop-out and a strikeout looking. Was ahead to Jackson Vovich, two strikes, but couldn't find the handle there and walked him and is now ahead one and two to to the number nine batter in this order. Excuse me, number eight batter, Cole Wagner. Number nine batter, Levi Mazlowski, waits on deck. Quick check of the runner, Lovich. Here's the pitch. This one skips low, gets away for a moment, but Lovich will stay at second base. Now two balls and two strikes, and after the continued wild, wildness by Wells, the catcher Bruff is going to go out there and have a quick little meeting at the mound. It is now a 2-2 count. There is two outs in this inning, but Renegades have a runner out at second base. Looks like the shortstop, Jackson Lovich, actually having some friendly conversation out there with the second baseman, Syracuse, and the shortstop wrestler, all three of them meeting at the bag. Looking out at the on-deck circle, if this inning were to continue and Wagner can reach, it does look like they've pulled back Levi Mazlowski, and it's pinch hitter Carter Gorling who waits on deck. Crowd knowing their strike away from sending us to the bottom of the eighth. Gets into a little bit. Here's Wells' 2-2 pitch. This one swung, grounded weakly out to second. Syracuse in on it. He's up. The throw to first is just in time to get the sprinting Wagner up the first baseline. And that ends the inning. So bottom half of the eighth coming up. Renegade has got six outs to hold a two-run lead. It'll be Tanner Schmitz heading back out there on the Show Me Sports Network in just a moment. Riverville Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverville Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverville Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Riverville Christian Academy, at 573-634-3983. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Bottom of the eighth inning, just underway. Ball one to the left-handed hitting shortstop, Caden Bressler, facing Tanner Schmitz back out for his second inning on the mound. Into the windup, here's the 1-0 to Bressler. This one also high. So now 2-0 to the number two hitter in this Outlaws order. It'll be 2-3-4 Bressler, Bruff, and Carpenter do up for the team that is showing by two runs the Joplin Outlaws. Schmitz back into the windup. Here's the 2-0 pitch on the way. This one finds though now 2-1. I was looked to have something cooking off of Schmidt's last inning when 
had a runner on first base, but then a double play ended the inning. It's now bottom eight. Here's the pitch. This one hit in the air, foul out of play. I was waiting for the clank on the roof above us, but it never came, so it must have flew over it. It's now two balls and two strikes. Schmitz has worked back into this count after the first two pitches were balls. Looking to send us to the ninth inning. Renegades hoping to still hang on to what is a two-run lead. Most they've chilled by is three. Ella has cut this to one run at some point before, at one point, before the Renegades added one in the seventh. This one swung, fell off, and it stays two balls and two strikes. Wrestler walked in the first inning, but never moved off of first, and then flew out to left, and had an RBI ground out to second in the fifth inning. Bats now to lead off the eighth. See him bat lead off in the overall lineup a couple times when these two teams have met up. Bats the number two spot here tonight. Believe in the two in the now five games we've seen these two teams play. This here's the two-two pitch on the way. This one lined into center field. That's going to get down for a base hit. Lobich chased after it, but had no play. And now Bressler's going to slam on the brakes at first base. It got away from Forte for a moment. Bressler made a wide turn and got about a third of the way to second base before slamming on the brakes. I was going to say it's been Bressler Saragusa leading off of the top of the Outlaws lineup in all the five games, but doesn't matter there as Bressler is able to do some damage from the number two spot. His second time on and now once again brings the tying run to the plate, this time in the form of Max Bruff. So base runner on now to lead off this bottom of the eighth inning. Renegades lead this one 4-2. to two. Here's the pitch to Bruff. This one outside. It gets away. That'll go to the backstop and allow Bressler to jog on up to second base. It was a little bit outside. Rocket Rummer had to stretch for it. Would have been a tough catch to make, and it found the backstop to give the Outlaws a runner in scoring position with nobody out. Renegades playing their third time at this ballpark in the span of eight days. Played here last Monday and last Thursday. And now in this ballpark here tonight. There is a left-handed pitcher warming up down in the Outlaws bullpen, so you'd assume it would be him for the ninth inning. Jared Wells just pitched the eighth. Also some warming up going on down in the Renegades bullpen as well. There's two pitches warming up, so some double barrel action. 1-0 pitch now. Bruff is back in the box. Here's the pitch. This one lined out to left field. Coming in is Wagner. He's got a play, and he makes the catch route number one. Lined almost right at him. Only had to come in a couple steps and records the first out on a ball. Bruff actually hit pretty well, but it was essentially an atom ball for a line out. So Bressler stays put at second base on the play, and that'll bring up Carson Carpenter, the cleanup hitter. No double play opportunity here with one out and the runner on second, but chance for Schmitz to really try and put an end to a, albeit beginning, but attempted rally here by the Outlaws. Carpenter's been on base a couple times, reached on an error and scored, and then reached on a hit-by-pitch before being out on, out at third base on a fielder's choice in the sixth. Here's the 1-0 pitch to Carpenter. This one lined down the right field line, but that's foul and out of play. Now one ball, one strike. Actually, I believe it's just 0-1-1. The one ball is left up on the scoreboard from the Bruff at bat. Thought I missed it at first while looking at his line on the evening, but just the one pitch down to Carpenter. So now no balls and a strike. Schmitz, so far through an inning, a third of work, has pitched scoreless baseball. Thanks to a timely double play last inning, now trying to work around a leadoff runner on second base. On one pitch, one out, checks the runner, and here's the pitch to Carpenter. This one just misses, thought that was going to bend in there for called strike. 
looked to be a little bit high. So now one ball, one strike on Carpenter. Gressler singled, leads off second base after advancing on the wild pitch. Max Bruff just lined out to left field. Cole Wagner making a catch. So now 1-1 one, one count. Renegades leading by two runs. One out. We're in the bottom of the eighth inning. Here's the pitch. This one lined out to right field, but once again will curve foul just about over by that Renegades bullpen and then kicked a couple hops and up and out of the stadium. So some kids go down there and find that as a souvenir. You can see them out there in right field now. They've got a pretty good campout spot out there. Home of foul balls and if they move a little bit more to their right, they could catch a home run ball if someone's able to pump one out of here. So now one ball, two strikes. Schmidt's ahead of Carpenter looking to record his second out of the eighth inning. Renegades need to get five more outs before letting two runs cross the dish. Here's Schmidt's one, two. This one swung on a miss. Got that one by him. That's a big out number two. Runner still at second base. Schmidt's got Carpenter to be late on that one. Got him swinging. And after the runner, leadoff runner on second base, thanks to the single and the wild pitch, back-to-back -back outs on a lineout and a strikeout recorded by Tanner Schmitz. He gets Bruff to line out to left, and Carpenter strikeout swinging, and now it'll be up to Michael Long to keep this bottom of the eighth inning going. Joplin now up to six hits. Renegades got seven. Renegades also lead this one four to two, and Schmitz will step off and look the runner back to second base. Schmitz the third pitcher on for the evening. Wilmsmeyer went five before Fisher pitched a scoreless sixth. And Schmitz looking to get the seventh and the eighth both scoreless. There's a right-handed pitcher warming up down in the Renegades bullpen. Here's Long, the pitch. This one in there, a called strike to begin his at-bat. He shakes his head. Really don't think he liked that call. Schmitz has two strikeouts in his inning and two-thirds of work. Can't tell you the single-digit number down there, a right-hander warming up. Leaves a couple different options. Maybe Caleb Carricker, Keith Stuckey. Could even be Colin Shreves. Those are some some of the names that show up on the single-digit right-handed pitcher part of the roster. Schmidt steps off and looks to run her back. That's Bressler out there. Ott was shading him towards the bag. Just joining us, Renegades have had the lead the entire ball game. Led 2-0 after 1, 3-0 after 2. Keep up a run in the 4th and the 5th to make it a 3-2 ball game, but then tacked on one more in the 7th. And I'll lead this one 4-2. You're listening to the Show Me Sports Network. Here's the 0-1 pitch. In there long. This one also a called strike. He did not like that one again. Once again, shaking his head. And this time, steps completely out of the batter's box. And he'll adjust the batting gloves. So now Schmitz strike away from sending us to the ninth inning. Michael Long looking to do some damage from the right-handed side of the batter's box. Long's been on two out of three times, a single and a walk. Wrestler off a second. Here's the 0-2. Swing and a miss. And that ends the inning. Back-to-back -back strikeouts to finish it off. So Schmitz gets the job done, and we'll go to the ninth inning. Renegades leading this one 4-2. Don't go anywhere on the Show Me Sports Network. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers.
volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. Pitcher number six comes into the ballgame for the Joplin Outlaws here at Joe Becker Stadium in Joplin, Missouri. Entering the ballgame right-handed pitcher Gavin Stowell is on to pitch the ninth inning. Left-hander trying to keep this a two-run ball game and give the Owls a chance to try and score two and come back in the bottom of the ninth inning when we get there. So Stoll will come in and it's gonna be a pinch hitter. Carter Goring will replace Levi Mislowski at first base and bat in the number nine spot. First pitch, Ben's in there for a called strike. We've seen Carter Gorling play first base quite often this season for the Renegades as they have a quick meeting out at the mound between the catcher and the pitcher, so you'd assume it would just be a straight switch and that Gorling will stay in the ballgame to play first base in the bottom of the ninth inning. Gorling bats for the first time tonight. He's behind 0-1 now to lead off this top of the ninth inning. This one misses high and no ball and a strike. It'll be Gorling, Forte, and Ross Lovich. 9-1-2 and two in the Renegades order in this top of the ninth inning. Renegades lead this one 4-2. Stowell into his windup. This one skips in there, and now on the bounce, it hits Goring, so that's going to allow him to head on down to first base. And the Renegades have now had a base runner in every single inning of this ball game. And although they only have four runs, that's something you like to see out of a team that has not had a lot of luck scoring runs as of late. They've certainly put the pressure on this pitching staff. Part of the reason why we've seen six pitchers now for the Outlaws. So going pinch hitting from Ezlowski gets the leadoff hit by pitch, turns it over to Forte, who singled the left in his last at-bat. This one comes in, and that hits Forte, and he goes down immediately. Hit him in the lower back. Think he's okay. He's popped back up now. And two pitches, two hit by pitches, and the Renegades have now base runners on first and second to lead off the ninth. Forte was just hit. Gorling as well. So now Gorling at second base, Forte at first, and... Something cooking for the Renegades now with a runner in scoring position and eight out of their nine trips to the plate. That's, a, that's putting some pressure on the pitching. 
So Gavin Stoll just into the ballgame, first inning of work. Left tape pitcher facing the lefty, Ross Lovich. Here's the first pitch. This one grounded weakly back towards the pitcher. Stoll over to pick it up. He's going to feed to first in time to get Ross, Ross Lovich, pardon me. But a productive at bat is now two runners in scoring position, only one out for the Renegades. That ball is like a half check swing and hit weakly back towards the mound. Stoll was off to get it. Now only had one play that was to first, but not a bad at bat at all for Ross Lovich as he moves the runners up to second and third base. So now Luke Fuller, who had an RBI for the Renegades' fourth run on a hit-by-pitch with the bases loaded last time up in the seventh. Bats here with second and third, and infield will come in. This one hit in the air, right field out of play. There's Carter Goring and Adonis Forte at second and third. We're both hit by a pitch to start this top of the ninth. They lead off a of second and third, and with Joplin already trailing by two, they bring the infield in here with one out. Fuller at the... Hit by pitch is otherwise 0 for 3 with air and two strikeouts. Bats number 3 spot. Here's the 0-1. This one fouled off. And now no balls and two strikes on the Renegades third baseman. So far on the mound this evening for Joplin, they've had A.J. Moreno, Jordan Sheridan, Cole Cooper, Connor Peck, Jared Wells, and now Gavin Stowell, hopefully to finish off their evening on the mound. They've used six pitchers. Renegades only had to use three so far. Here's the 0-2 pitch to four. This one swung on a miss, got him to go chasing down and in, and a big strikeout. Runners have to stay put, and now two outs here in the ninth. Stowell gets the strikeout of Fuller, and now it'll be up to Jack Matashek. Trying to keep this inning going. Also has a couple game two base hit streak on the line. Not a big one, only back-to-back multi-hit games, but... Here's the pitch. This one hit high in the air on the infield over is the shortstop, but it's going to be long. It's going to come in. He makes the catch shoulder height, and that ends the inning. So nice work there by the pitcher Stowell to work around the two leadoff base runners and not a lot of run to score. So we head to the bottom of the ninth. Don't go anywhere. Three outs to get for the Renegades. They've got a 4-2 lead coming on for the save. I'll tell you who it is in just a moment. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions renegades are going to ask tanner schmitz to try and go the final three innings tonight to close this one out would be a three inning save for the right-handed pitcher if he can pitch a score away. So he's actually got one run he could give up and still be all right. But if he can get the final three outs of the ball game, it would be a 
really nice three inning boost and the save out of the bullpen. We'll see if he can get it done as we're in now the bottom of the ninth inning. It'll be the middle to lower half of this Joplin lineup duo. They've got six, seven, eight in Sean Campbell and Min. And in goes the line of Schmitz. Into the bottom of the ninth, we are underway. This one lined out to left, sinking fast. Wagner has no play, and that's down for a leadoff hit. Almost skipped by him. He had to slide to stop the ball, and Chun will stay, stay put at first base with a leadoff single. Sean goes opposite way to left field to start the inning, as there is still warming up going on in the Renegades bullpen. You don't know how long the leash would be for Schmitz. You figure maybe it allows the tying run to reach base that so they maybe go out and get him already. Pitched two innings on for the third after pitching a couple innings on Saturday. So we've been used heavily out of the bullpen. Now we're going to get Matt Campbell. Sean takes his lead. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Into the glove of Rocket Bomber. The ball goes. And that is strike one. Campbell singled. The left is first bat up. Has since struck out swinging and grounded into a double play to end the sixth inning. So bottom of the ninth. Outlaws trail this one by two runs. 4-2 our score. Here's the pitch. This one rolling away. Gets away from Rocket Bomber and Chun will trot on up to second base. That's a wild pitch. Not a huge deal outside the fact that it eliminates a double play, but it's not the tying run. Big focus here has to be on Campbell in the batter's box for Schmitz. We're going to get three more outs before Joplin can push across two runs and send the Renegades back to Jefferson City tonight with a win. Would move them to 5-7 and seven on the year. Schmitz working out of the stretch. Chun with the lead off of second base. Ott shades him towards the bag. And now here's Schmitz 1-1 pitch. This one ripped out to short, but Olovich over to make the catch. And that is out number one. I said ripped, but it really was not hit all that hard. And Olovich was able to stride on over and make the catch. That's a line out to get the first out of the inning. Schmitz bounces back after the single and gets out number one. So I'll bring up Cody Min, still the tying run stepping in. Min is one for three, flew out to center, singled the left and scored in the fifth, and then struck out looking in the seventh. Joplin now up to seven hits on the game. This will actually bring over a pinch hitter. It won't be Cody Min. I'll tell you who it is in just a moment. It is number four stepping in for the Outlaws. Don't have a name on the roster, but he is the tying run. Runner leads off second base. Schmitz checks him, and here's the pitch. This one in there, a call strike to get things going. Now an 0-1-1 count on the DH tonight. With all these different rosters and all the changing numbers, no player, or most players don't wear the same number in every different jersey. It's so hard to keep up with, and this one just has slipped off the roster. Here's the 0-1-1. This one fouled back, and now quickly 0-1-2 on the pinch hitter for Joplin. Schmidt's a strike away from getting what would be second out of this bottom of the ninth inning. Renegades holding on to a two-run lead. Schmitz came in after Ty Wilmsmeyer and Fisher got us through the first six innings of this ballgame. Looking to get the last three. He's two outs away. Owen to the count. Runner Chun leads off second base. The look in. And here comes the 0-2. This one swung, grounded, just past the sliding Schmitz. Shortstop Ott over to get it, not shortstop second baseman. And that's going to be an infield single. He had no play at first base. It was a sliding play by the second baseman Ott. He had a chance at it, but by the time with how slowly that ball was hit, he was up with it. There was no play to get the runner. Basically give up an out. Schmitz took it at first base. You'll take that any day. Now Renegades need just one more out to get. 
We Corey Syracuse, the tying run did move up to second base on the play, so I guess that's the angle there. You get the tying run to second, but you also give up an out. So very interesting call now, 4-3 ball game. Syracuse in, second baseman, bats leadoff. Schmidt's one out away. Here's the pitch to Syracuse, this one. In there, a called strike, two strikes away now. This inning started with a single. Chun came around to score on the sack punch just a second ago from Wood Mancy. Cody Min, excuse me, not Cody Min, the pinch hitter who infield single moved up to second base on the bunt. Tying run out there. Syracuse looking to be the hero. Schmidt steps off. No one was covering the second base bag, so no throw back there at second base. Still an 0 1 count. Renegades one out away from. A win here on the road moved them to 3-2 to two on the season series against Joplin. Runner at second. Two outs. Here's Schmidt's pitch. This one skips in. A nice block by Rocker Bomber. We're even at a ball and a strike. Schmidt's through two and two-thirds innings. Got three strikeouts. Given up five hits. Excuse me, four hits. And now allowed just one run, but not the tying run is the big thing. Run came in to score and shot on the sack bunt, but was not the one to knock this thing up at four. That's out at second base. Here's the pitch to Syracuse. This one high, now two balls and a strike. Back onto the mound of Schmidt. Syracuse leading off, playing second base today. He's reached once, he's one for four. Looking to tie this baby up and be the hero. Here's the pitch. This one misses outside. And now three balls and a strike. This is big here. You could potentially put the winning run on base if you lose Syracuse here. And that'll bring up Caden Bressler, who's been on twice tonight. Also has an RBI and a ground out in the fifth. Renegades one out away from a victory here. Lead this one four to three. Joplin now up to eight hits on the evening, thanks to two of them this inning. Schmitz is set, checks the runner at second, and here's his 3-1 pitch. This one called strike, and we're run full. Here we go. This is this is how you draw it up. Runner on second, that's the tying run. Three balls, two strikes, two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning. Joplin showing this one four to three. Schmitz a strike away and out away from sending the Renegades back home tonight with a win. He looks. Here comes the 3-2. This one comes in and that hits him. That's going to put the winning run on first base. Tried to work him inside and came too far in and gets Syracuse on the arm. That's a hit by pitch. The third base runner of the inning for the Outlaws. So now they're going to have a meeting at the mound. Don't think they're going to take Schmitz out here. Trying as hard as they can to have him get this final out. And looks like just the pitching coach out there. But Renegades now clinging to just a one-run lead. It has been Ty Wilmsmeyer, White Fisher, and Tanner Schmitz, the three pitchers for the Renegades. Different story for the Owls. They've had to use A.J. Moreno, Jordan Sheridan, Cole Cooper, Connor Peck, Jared Wells, and Gavin Stowell to cover their nine innings. Renegades have gone through eight and two-thirds. They just need that one coveted final out to get out of here with a victory. But the number two hitter in the order, Caden Bressler, stands in their way. And with the speed of Syracuse at first, if he were to find a gap here, this could potentially be a walk-off winner. Don't want to think about that, though. Want to think about out number three for the Renegades. They've got one batter to get. It is Bressler. 
and we'll see if Schmitz can do it. So Bressler walked in the first, flew out to left in the third, grounded out, but an RBI in the fifth, and then single to center in the eighth. Big spot for him now, lefty hitter facing the righty pitcher, two runners on. Runners at second and first. Really could not afford here a wild pitch or something to allow the tying run to move up to third and the winning run to move up to second. Rocket Bomber puts down the signs. Schmitz has got one more out to go. Defense plays straight up. They don't hold the runners on. And here's the pitch to Bressler. This one's grounded out to second. Ott's got it. He's up with it. The throw to first base, and that's a Renegades win. Joplin makes it a comeback attempt, but they fall just one run shy as Schmitz goes three innings and gets the final out of the ballgame to end this one 4-3 the final. Joplin made it a close one. They got the tying run to second, the winning run on at first, but with two outs, Schmitz and Gruce the ground out off the bat of Caden Bressler. Ott was up with it cleanly and threw over to Gorling to end the evening. Renegades win this one 4-3. Ty Wilsmeyer will get the win tonight. Went five innings, four strikeouts, four hits, just one run. Tanner Schmitz with the save. He goes three innings, gives up just one run. And the losing pitcher will be A.J. Moreno. He went four and two-thirds, seven strikeouts, five hits, three runs, only one earned. I've got to give out a player of the game for this one. I can give it out to a couple, but uh, I'm actually going to go with Jackson Glovich here on the evening tonight. Had a long RBI triple out to deep left center field. A lot of the Renegades score was their third run of the game. Also reached on a single and a base on balls. He was on base three out of four uh, plate appearances. But I'm talking about the two defensive plays. Saved what was a, certainly a single destined for left field and gets out at third. Otherwise, Joplin at least ties this game. And we're standing here completely different right now. And at another point, turned what looked to be no play at second, turned it into a double play. So he was fantastic night. Certainly played a big role in this Renegades win. Also want to give a shout out to couple different players that make big plays. Cole Wagner made a fantastic diving play out in left field. You can give it to Colby Ott who was on the other end of that double play I was talking about. Made a jump throw over to first. He was great out there in the field. Really just really good defense for the Renegades. And then have to shout out both Ty Wilmsmeyer. The winning pitcher goes five innings. Only gives up one run. And Tanner Schmitz. They've called on him a lot this year. He went the final three innings tonight. Gets the save. So that's going to do it for me out in Joplin. Renegades win this one 4-3. to three, A nail-biter in the bottom of the ninth. It got close, but they hang on and move to 5-7. and seven, And we'll head back home tonight before traveling to Sedalia tomorrow to take on the Bombers. It was a fun one, ladies and gentlemen. So happy to bring it to you here on the Show Me Sports Network. But that's going to do it for me. For Ben Schmidt, everyone else with the Show Me Sports Network, thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the rest of your Monday night. And make sure to come back tomorrow night just before 7 p.m. for Renegades Bombers. Take care, everyone. Talk to you next time. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba -dum, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best game coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network.
The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your Renegades the best. Exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades baseball has been brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Cartier. Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hoslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk Off Wood Bat Company. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network, your exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball. Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.